0: Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast, ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom dad's listening to Tomcats, talking everything to make you sad, we don't want that, we're here to make you smile, put your mind at ease, peace, love and bloom and always praise Keanu Reeves, this what we about, get some weedin' now, we'll talk until we can't no more and then we peacein' out, alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast, it's the Penny Bloom Bad baby. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to Rebellion's Bloom, our Star Wars umbrella show here on the Penny Bloom podcast. Today, we've got a very good episode for you. We got the Bad Batch and the Mandalorian. A great week for Star Wars fans. I am joined today by Joseph George. What's up, homie?
1: Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And uh, I'm also joined by the wonderful. Kyler Bennett. What's up, fellas? What's up, G. Uh I can't remember if I said it. Got a little THC in my system. I'm Colton Robertson. Uh so today we've got the bad batch number two twelve, season two, episode twelve, and the Mandalorian season three, episode two. We are gonna start with the bad batch today, simply because mm-hmm. of scheduling reasons. So uh let's start let's start with the bad batch. It was a fucking week for that, fellas. How you feeling down there, Joey?
1: man i mean i'm coming you know coming off the i watched mando first and then i'm like i'm dealing with all that and i'm like okay i i, I gotta i gotta watch bad batch now gotta get in that you know this mode and you know it still it, it left me in the same spot you know we had that advice given to us of, of watching the bad batch second anyways you'll have to sit with it after you watch it you mm-hmm. know and that they were right you know they 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 were right there are many things to contemplate at the end of this um a lot of things that I I guess I've just never thought about before, um, and that are that that are being cleared up. Um, they're clearing up a lot of what happened to a lot of just the clones that are scattered that we know nothing about. Even like the video game clones from Delta Squad from like last episode that I know nothing about, but everyone's looking Republic flipping Commandos shit for it. Yeah, shit. yeah, like flipping out for it now. So like I don't know this. The show is just taking this different scope. I feel like a, diff- a like I didn't. It's not going where I thought it would go but I am, like, all for it. Like, this storyline, like, I am, I'm at the edge of my seat the whole time, like, waiting. Just
0: we, I got, wanna, we got, we mm-hmm. got the thing I've been wanting, I've been wanting out of Crosshair, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. I will say, ahead of all this, this is spoilers as fuck, um, and mm-hmm. we're not, we're not going any scene-by-scene scene type shit, so it's likely that the big spoilers will be the first discussed. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's only sensible, so, uh, yeah, Crosshair killed that motherfucker, and I couldn't be more happy.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. They, let's talk about it, because fuck Barton. Um, fuck him. Wow. thought the voice actor was pretty good. He really sounded like a piece of shit asshole. Um, He no killed too. that role. Um, That guy, he might not be someone I want to hang out with in real life, not to make a judgment mm. or anything. But fuck, man. That dude, I've never seen somebody uh-huh. yearning for a bullet more than that yeah. fucker. Be Thank weak. God. Get him out of here. I don't Cat know what he was expecting, on.
1: but at least this guy gives us the clearest view of how the Empire looks at clones now. Like, ugh. we were, we assumed through, like, Rampart, yeah like, yeah, like, we assumed through Rampart that they were expendable, and, you know, like, we had just assumed that the Empire thought of them this way, but he, I mean, this dude was just blatantly being like, man, I hate used equipment. Um, yeah, I just dude, like, I literally, mean, I'm like, I cannot wait for this dude to die, and I hope it's painful. Said, um, but yeah, you this... are
2: expendable, expendable too, clone. Yeah, it's right like, after. his oh, friend, yeah, like, get, 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 his like outta outta get his ass out of here. Get his ass out of here. That shit, nah, nah. He deserved a bullet. Uh, ten, ten times. He, said, I would have uh, shot him at least clones. like twenty more times.
1: Dick, I fucking, yeah. Crosshair's like. S- some problem. He was like something wrong. Yeah, like I love how Crosser like Trust challenged him. him even at first. But yeah, I don't know. At, le- at I least Crosser got to put him in his place. Yeah. Are w- he's like where is he? Like is he on Mount Tannis right now? Is that where? Is that yeah I was, yeah? Like, where okay. the, all that experiment Yeah. What what are they gonna do are they gonna send him on a mission to go kill the rest of them? Is that what he, like? Is that what 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 are they gonna do with Crosshair? You know, I feel like they're not just gonna be sending him on rinky dink store it like missions anymore. Like I feel like now something has changed. Like maybe I since- was
2: envisioning more like experiment or some kind of stuff like with maybe his DNA or something. I don't know. Um, I guess I guess in hindsight, like they have tons and tons of clones at the ready. That, but I just didn't know if maybe his like, what what's the word they use for like the bad bat, like their enhancement? Their, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe something in that okay. regard. I don't know. Oh, like to make just a bunch of crosshairs.
2: Well, I don't know if specifically make a bunch of him. I just didn't know if his DNA had or a help to with something the they might want to try to do. I see, um, I would. Um, I don't know.
0: I would note that we have a very uniform look for the soldiers at the beginning of Rogue One, the Death Troopers that are all in black with the green, like, eye line. Hmm. They're very tall. They're very good at what they do. They're called the Death Troopers, and we haven't seen them pop up yet so far in the timeline. So I think it'd be interesting if they are, like, somehow based from Crosshair. Oh,
1: no. Oh, man, that's kind of, that's kind of sad. If no, but my fate. leading
0: yeah, my leading theory is that he he's he's about to have that serial number filed off. Um and he's he's about, to go, he's he about has, to go I'm a believer.
1: You know, he I don't know, he has like a look to him. Like people will still recognize him, right? Or like will they make him unrecognizable? Like what's the serial number thing that Rex can't You know, like Rex sees the the clone and he's like there's no like there where is their serial number like even like what does he mean by that? You know, I like know. there's, there's I no agree. markings on this one, but like if crop, like the only reason they know crosshair is crosshair is because he has the crosshair around his eyeball and the mm. scar on his head. And they're like, yeah, you're a crosshair. So like how, how, how make him remove serial, no- you know, like, I guess how, how does, how does that how cereal. make him un-serial number gun? Um, <laughs> how do
0: frosted, like, yeah, how do uh, no, yeah, I have no fucking clue. Um that's
1: just
0: hmm. theory at the moment.
1: Yeah, I guess I don't know. We have we got four episodes left, right? Yeah, four. And like it's li- they're lining up to where I feel like Crosshair and the batch are gonna come together again. Everything mm-hmm. is coming together. They're they're wanting Omega, yeah. you know, Crosshair is at Mount Tantus now. I yeah, feel I everyone's the- coming together yeah um, I mean, I thought that was evident, like
2: towards the beginning, the looks he was giving Barton and just like the general like ordering around and stuff, and like how the clones were being treated, like even if he still is like loyal to his orders, I feel like he was very torn by that, and then at naturally at the end of the episode with the unfolding, um i thought I thought that was perfect, like I think that's exactly where we're headed, some type of reunion, I don't know necessarily permanently um I, I think he's going to die or something, personally, but...
3: Um,
0: Ooh.
2: I think he's going to end up sacrificing himself for the batch in some capacity, is my...
0: You think ex- they're going classic, uh, the only way, the guy who sold... not sold his soul. He's gotten, you know... Sold out, Brandon, yeah, I get you. He's gotten brainwashed, though, you know? Like, it's not his fault, but, like, the guy who has done the fucked-up shit is going to sacrifice himself to redeem himself, sort of on that, uh, that Vader, yeah. Kylo...
2: Yeah, I just kind of see it coming. Like, I just think that's what's going to happen. Cause like Joe said, I think there is a reunion for sure coming. Like, and I think it could even be something that they kind of stumble into crosshair if he's like being kept prisoner. And then it's like, what? That's where like, my
0: money's at. Uh, that's where um, my money was at because I do think that they're going to manage to ch- uh, capture Omega as is the plan at the end of last episode for the bad batch, like, uh, or not for the bad batch or the crew on Mount Tantus. Um, and I think the Bad Batch is gonna have to go save her. And in the in the process of trying to save her, there's Crosshair. Whoa, Crosshair's here. Let's get a two for one special going. Let's save his ass and get the fuck out of here.
2: Yeah, and I mean first of all, can we just say fuck the prime minister of Camino? Like
0: My fuck God. you for putting Put her Lama name through. out there like
2: that. Fuck fuck you for putting her name out there like that. You ain't gotta do that. That was not right. Fuck you. What a, what um, a bitch. What a bitch. But no, I just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where, like, as you're watching, you can see the confliction. That's definitely not a word. The conflict. Hey, you
0: made it a word, though. I respect that.
2: You can definitely see the conflict in in Crosshair. And, like, I just feel like after him getting such a unique perspective for how the clones are being treated through the Empire lens rather than, like, what the Batch has seen with the clones, um... Mm -hmm both kind of heartbreaking but in totally different ways and then especially right. like with the whole mayday thing i think he has his like what is the, like i don't see him being someone who adapts to any type of life outside of like i don't know fighting like not for the empire but just like kind of fighting in general yeah I he's just a soul. feel like he's definitely going to go out like on like go out um sacrificing himself like i think he's just like what would like I, I think he'd pref- like I think he prefers that almost and like makes the choice like wholeheartedly like
0: No, I'm one hundred percent with you because like I'm of the mind like obviously there are things he'd be able to do outside of this life, but nothing that he would enjoy doing. I mean like Yeah t- for example, like Tech, Hunter, Wrecker, all of them their enhancements have utility beyond the obvious in war like uh Mm -hmm. crosshair that's his own that's that's his utility is that he can shoot good you know like that's that's gonna be the best big game hunter
2: gonna be the best big game hunter this side of the galaxy
0: (laughs) there you go there you go but not um, fucking bantha
2: man dude and like the one thing i'll say is like we got a little teeny tiny taste of crosshair earlier in the season And then really haven't seen or heard much from him otherwise. Um, and damn, man, like this episode kind of focusing on him and just like they, they invested in his character in this episode, like made up for it all 10, tenfold. you know, in my opinion, like, I don't think he had any place really in throughout the season. Like there wasn't any moment where I was like, crosshair should be here, whatever, whatnot.
0: It just, it just but, works in um, a way that way. The Empire's been less involved so far, like the, it, it, like, it directly to the batch. Like, it makes sense in uh-huh. season one that mission find the bad batch and they're in crosshairs hunting them down. Like, yeah, that makes sense. This season, yeah, it's made sense to sideline them a bit and only, cause it, it not only works, uh, story-wise, it works thematically. This man's all by his lonesome every time we go with him. He is the focus of the episode for an yeah, entire yeah. episode. And that's it. You know, like it's, it's just out crosshair this week. Uh, and you can, you can definitely feel the sort of, uh, mundanity that has kind of overtaken his life. You know, whenever, uh, even whenever he does fight back against this, this bitch, whenever he's like, problem. Like you can kind of feel like that's like the most excitement he's had in a while is being able Mm -hmm. to, being able to question somebody like, Oh yeah. Uh, you're out of uniform. You jesus he just goes ahead and puts the fucking helmet on like what a bitch what a bitch yeah man and like i don't know
2: you feel like he's kind of cold a lot of times like emotionally speaking you know Mm -hmm. um damn if they didn't give him some shit in his wheelhouse to like just like I said, like even just like the animation of his face in certain moments and just like the pain
0: you see, it's like, God damn, when this makes me wrapping, so sad. When he's wrapping Mayday up and they're like yep. snuggling out in the snowstorm, D, that shit fucked me up. Like I was, it, you can tell there's something more there. You know, like it's not just that he's worried for this dude's life. It's like it, this lookout for someone, this closeness. He hasn't had it since the batch since the batch has been gone you know
2: yeah Yeah. nah man i i like this episode a lot it hit hit real different for me in my opinion i just like i said one of those things man where fuck me it just hit hard like it's a total different tone from the rest of the batch thus far i mean like maybe like uh when when echo or yeah echo when echo leaves um Mm. You know, maybe that's kind of in a, in a similar vein, maybe, but fuck, dude, like not quite. Like this is just some different type of emotion that was evoked, and uh, yeah, man, I I really liked it. Like I said, I I don't know, like it's just a different type of tone from the rest of the show so far, and like I don't know, like I'm not trying to sound gloomy and doomy or anything, but like this is just so on point for this character, and I hate it because like I want better for him, but like. That was just, unfortunately, not the path he chose. Right. And, uh, fuck, man. Like, you can just see oh, yeah. the pain in him. You can just see the pain in him, like, that that wasn't the decision he made, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck.
0: Like, because there's that part of him that uh, doesn't know, because I'm still of the mind he has his inhibitor chip in. Like, I'm fairly certain of that. Um, yeah. And the thing about the inhibitor chips is the clones can't tell when they're being controlled. You know, like they can't tell when they are under the spell of what the chip is making them do. They think they make that choice, regardless of whether or not they're being controlled or not. They're like, no matter what, in their mind, that decision was their own. And uh, the idea that he's sitting there in the snow... 30 below it's freezing out there and he's hugging this dude trying to keep alive and he's like this is the life i chose like i i chose this for me and my team like not for my team just just for me like that's i don't know i don't i feel so bad for the guy
2: yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly it. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, you've seen, like, Echo now go a separate way. And, like, you have this feeling that it's working out much, much better. Mm. <laughs> and then you, you've watched The Batch. And, like, you've seen that, like, while there's been some, you know, grief or, tar- like, darker moments, they always come out triumphant. And, like, to know that this this one character has just, like, been run through the mill kind of is just like damn dude just hurts hurts to see um you know hoping better days are ahead for my boy because uh he deserves it yeah, yeah he does
0: yeah. good guy he's a good guy uh my wife is beating my ass right now sorry uh is it coming through rough, rough? am I rough a little bit
2: uh it, here and there it really wasn't that bad until you like just said it and then all of a sudden like right after that it kind of did it
0: yeah i'm watching like the the ping go up and down and up and down and up and down and it's like good for a few seconds and then dips and then for a few seconds and then it dips and i'm like goddamn, damn that's not what you want uh but any who's let's do some uh for this episode. I think a favorite character, it feels easy, but there are a couple options, you know, like I could, uh, I could see me, I could see me going Mayday, but Crosshair. Um,
2: yep, 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 um, yeah, no, I don't have anybody else either, mine was Crosshair as well. I had originally thought, like, maybe, like, um, yeah, Mayday, and then, like, when I first saw Barton, I thought maybe he'll have something kind of, like, something that's, like, kind of, nope, nope. Hate, hate him
0: hate him no he yeah complete motherfucker like cuz uh like last week joe went with doctor hemlock as his favorite character which yeah. i can understand compared to this shit you know what i'm saying like that guy at least uh-huh. he has something interesting about him this guy was just fucking hateful and goddamn annoying and a piece of shit uh and you get to see our protagonist at least for the episode Uh, Kill his ass, and that's fantastic. I I absolutely loved it. That's my favorite scene, of course. Uh, That's my favorite scene. It has my favorite line when he says, "You could have saved him." Yeah, Uh,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, And I so I kind of like. Well, typically, what I'll do is like kind of like I'll like jot down like the things like my favorites like as they kind of happen, and then like Mm -hmm. oftentimes I find like something happens after that that then takes over, you know. So I kind of like update it. Um, and I had thought for sure the whole like sequence of like Crosshair and Mayday like escaping, getting out of there, like Crosshair like carrying Mayday for so long. I was like, man, like I, it didn't even cross my mind it wouldn't pay off. Um, you know, and then oh fuck, you know that hurt. Like I really just set myself up there, didn't I? Like wow, that that kind of that kind of sucks. It did. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a. Uh... Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, I think the killing scene, like, I've just never, I, there are very few characters who are immediately so unlikable as that one, um, Toto, um, the Jawas are getting, they're, after their appearance in, uh, Mando this week, they're growing ever so slightly, um, you know. Your, but, uh,
0: your hate for the Jawas is still one of my favorite little fun Star Wars facts about, like, our, our group doing this.
2: Uh, yeah, man, and, like, I hate to see him like, uh, so, you know, it's a, it, they've got a lot of thanking for Pelimoto to do because their role with her is kind of slowly increasing my, uh, <laughs> my, my, my enjoyment of
0: them, but, you know. Utini, Utini. No, yeah, I I love me, I love me a Jawa, so, but fuck Toto, fuck Toto till the day I die. Yeah, no, no, that one's uh, still
2: right, right, holding strong, that one's holding yeah, strong. Yeah. If we ever see live action one, I'm, I sit you. I'm stomping on his ass. He uh, like I'm pulling up to the filming. I'm finding out, like if that shit leaks, Disney, you better watch your fucking back. Uh, it's all he
0: deserves. Me. He deserves a cold place in hell, right next to this guy uh, from the Bad Bad episode. Like uh, that's that's where that's where Toto belongs. It's right alongside that guy. Yeah, hell.
2: man, not not it,
0: not shit, it, not out, it, one bit. That man's that man sucks. Uh, both Toto and this fucking guy. I can't even remember his name. What was it?
2: uh barton i didn't i didn't, I didn't catch barton. like a first name lieutenant lieutenant barton i guess or something yeah, like lieutenant
0: that barton. you ever um, you ever commanded a mission lieutenant Yes. Yeah, what i thought that see like that's why i fucked with mayday he was like fed up and he was like yeah you know we've been out here for 36 rotations about damn time y'all showed up i mean shit we've been we've been chilling out here dying and y'all can't y'all can't even pull up uh y'all do and there's three of us left what the fuck uh no nah, i fucked with mayday mayday actually deep maker at mayday got my performance nod this week while crosshair was i think i i just went crosshair v in every other category so i want i wanted to give mayday some love somehow and uh because the character the character design uh that was some of the coolest shit a clone's ever looked like ever that was so yeah. cold who is the one we saw that was kind of, mm, this was
2: Clone Wars, I think, last, like, last-ish season, last two seasons. They go to, like, fuck, man, it's like a farm, like a farm kind of thing, and they go in there, and there's this real grizzled-looking, like, bearded clone, um,
0: I don't remember. It's in the Clone Wars, though. The deserter? Is that who it is? Well, like, I'm trying to Uh, remember, like, because you said on a farm, and that's the closest thing I can think of is uh, Cut from, uh, uh, because he's in the first season of The Bad Batch also. Um,
2: Okay, maybe that's, yeah, uh, maybe.
0: They go go and visit him and his family. He's married to a Tweelick and stuff. Is that ringing a bell?
2: Yes. Okay, not as bearded as I thought at all. Um, I guess in my head, I just envisioned... Farm big guy.
0: sideburns though right big sideburn guy
2: oh yeah uh, mutton chops all the way
0: yeah yeah cut's a real one love cut uh, yeah
2: um no nah, yeah i did like i did like mayday a lot um i think for my performance i gave it to yeah i gave it to crosshair i gave it to baker as crosshair but like i also did really like the voice actor for barton i thought he like I said, he portrayed a piece of shit very well. Um, he really knew how to inflect
0: his voice to sound like a total piece Ooh, of shit. That man fucking um, sucked, and he sounded like he does. Uh, it was it was a very and he sounded he sounded like a fascist. Like that's yeah yeah. I don't I know could, how to yeah. I don't know how you do that. It, yeah, like, nah, no, that's
2: a hey, hey. We're watching you, bro. I'm looking you up on IMDb. 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 I'm, uh, they, I'm, uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> fuck yeah it's, it's a struggle today but um nah dude he really did sound like a piece of shit he did a great job of that so kudos to that guy i'm watching you um don't don't slip up motherfucker because you're, you're doing that shit a little too good um
0: okay. are we sure it wasn't lieutenant nolan
2: am i really lieutenant nolan
0: right is that ringing is that ringing a bell
2: yeah, where the fuck am I getting Barton from? God they damn it, went dude. to a I'm planet all... called
0: Barton, ba- like Barton F- Four or something like that. Like it was like a moon. Maybe called... that's maybe that's, that's
2: why I'm all shocked. Yeah, it's Nolan. Sorry. God oh, damn good. it! Now I'm even more pissed. Now, see, this is why I get pissed off because there's these characters who are like significant but insignificant at the same time, and I can I can remember things, but I can't remember everything, and then people <laughs> just probably think I sound like an idiot.
0: No, that's can't I can't mean. imagine
2: why it would sound like an idiot. Can't imagine why it would sound like <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> this guy is uh is he's voiced by Crispin Freeman. His name's Crispin. Uh which if you're a House of the Dragon viewer, you know that's you know that's kind of funny. Um cuz Crispin is a piece of fucking shit. Uh but no, this guy seems cool. Very <laughs> very uh popular voice actor. Voiced Firefly in the Arkham games, which is dope. Uh so, you automatically have my respect for that. Um, so, Crispin Freeman, you're on my watch list, but you seem cool.
2: Yeah, Crispin, that just isn't a good look, man. Like, that just sounds <laughs> like you're going to.
0: Nah, you... I, I don't know anything about the guy. Yeah, no, no, no.
2: It, it, uh, is it the guy who plays Marty McFly's dad? Isn't his name Crispin, too, the actor? Is, it, is that <laughs> she, right? You
0: might, be, you might be. I
2: think it is. Yeah, I'm I trying to think, think of right. why I know that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna look into yeah, Crispin Glover. Yeah, yeah that's,
2: dude. The only reason I thought that is because not even because Marty McFly's dad, but I remember that dude and Charlie's Angels being an absolute fucking weirdo piece of shit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, Crispin, that something's off. Something, something can't be right there. Uh, you know, that's two. Hey, once is once is a coincidence, but two Crispins playing some pieces of shit that has got to be a trend. It has
0: got to be a trend. trend. There's yeah, got to be I mean, a
2: third one out there.
0: That's Three yeah, is the what makes Yeah, you know exactly. Like a, exactly. two's a coincidence. Three, that's th- there's too many. There's too many at that yep. point. Yep.
2: No. No. At that point, it's just a, it's a, it's not even a theory anymore. It's confirmed. Bigger, if you, know, you, if put, you go
0: from a couple to a few. You're fucked.
2: Yeah. That's a red 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 flag, big time. Um, red
0: flag. No, but Crispin Freeman did a really good job in this episode. voice. No, he did. Nah.
2: Yeah, it, like that cold hearted like voice like we talk about cross. I talk about crosshair being like so cold, like voice sounding and stuff, you know, just because but that's like almost a raspy, like kind of like, I don't know. This is different. Like this is
0: its own unique type it's of like. Posh. It's like it's holier than thou. It like makes you think yeah. that like. Yeah, exactly. He- he's pontificating every single fucking word you know what i'm saying
2: very easy to just hear it and be like god dude i just want to punch the fuck out of you it's got a very punchable voice yep yep correct that was was the mission that was definitely the mission for this character and mission accomplished great job crispin i'm watching you again don't forget it um
0: no, I love, I loved when Crosshair dropped his ass. That was, uh, that was easily the highlight. You know, I remember thinking just like, oh, please fucking shoot this guy. Please yeah. fucking shoot this guy. And then he shot that guy. And I like, it was like 3 a.m. I audibly went like, fuck yes. You know, like I, I was like fucking finally, uh, seeing, and there's also this point earlier in the episode where I feel like they're heavily alluding to the fact that he still has his inhibitor chip in whenever he's looking through the scope. And the giant flash happens and it, it blinds him for a second and then he hears like a ringing. Like, that's that, that's the inhibitor shit fucking up, you know? Like, something, something shook loose in that moment, if you will. Uh, and I really, I well, like, I thought, I thought that was what and, was happening there.
2: Yeah, I thought there was a, and maybe I, I just watched this, so this is pretty bad. But I just felt like there's times where he's kind of like reaching around or something. Like, he's almost feeling around, like, he's conscious it's there and stuff. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like what you said, too. I think it's probably, like, I'm kind of in the camp with you that it's probably still there. I just don't, I mean, like, I we know that we haven't ever seen that he's taken it out, and I can't imagine the Empire is going to take it out. They want a violent, know. malicious, whatever, whatever, so...
0: Yeah, my biggest worry is that they go full winter soldier on my man and they just, mm. they control him, you know, they, they, they hypnotize him or some shit. Uh, cause you know, she said like that chick at the end, she's like, the doctor is about to see you. Amen. Hey, man, if, if you, if you in a lab and a doc nothing and good goes, the doctor nothing good about to happen, nothing is about to see you. I'm going, you know what? Just kill me now. Stab me. Please, you know, uh, I don't need to see the doctor, uh, especially when that doctor's name is Dr. Hemlock. What? Nope. That man's scary. I know he's scary. He sounds scary. Uh, what's he going to do to me? I don't trust it. I don't I Did don't, you fuck, have a... I don't fuck with Dr. Hemlock.
2: No, nah. they hey. a kid show. That's a very kid show. Villain-esque sounding name.
0: Um, yeah, right, right. <laughs>
2: No no mixing that shit up. Did you give your line already?
0: Uh yeah, I went with uh I went with you could have saved him, and it was more because of the delivery uh than anything. Yeah. It was just like it it felt so nice to see Crosshair show empathy because like we just don't see that a lot out of him. And uh to see him be like my like this was so senseless. There was there was no reason. And the fact that they were transporting something that literally could have helped them. Like that's, it's disturbing, you know. And I, I just, I, every everything builds up into that moment when he goes, "You could have helped him," and then he shoots him and he kills him. That's the that's the best.
3: Um,
2: I put it down at one point. I thought totally misread the what this episode was going to end up being like. Um, but at one point, I had wrote down the line when Crosshair's standing on the mine. And then Mayday's like, this mine is different than ones I've seen before. That was, him. but I'm sure it's the same. But I'm yeah, sure right. it's the same. That's they it. That. Same. Yeah, it made me laugh so hard. I was like, man, that's funny. I was like, you're really trusting your life with this dude right now. I was like, that's awesome. Um, but no, I think my favorite line, and this kind of goes back to um, how I thought that, uh, I thought that, uh, shit, I'm still on the Barton train. It's not Barton, but. Um. Uh. Apple. Fuck. What did we just What did we just say? His name was Colton. God damn it! Why am I blanking already again? Um. Oh, uh, Nolan. 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 Yeah. Nolan. Yeah. 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 He has a line right there towards the end, right, like before or after or something like that. Um. Before yours, where he says he is expendable as are you, and um. <sighs> Dude, this sucks, because nobody can actually see what's going on. I know, nobody can see what's happening,
0: and it makes it very funny. Uh, Now, I have a little Babu Frick doll that I was acting like was speaking on the microphone for everybody at home. Um, Babu Frick. Yeah, no, Nolan
2: says that line of, he's expendable, as are you. And you can just see that, like, this is clearly, like, kind of a breaking slash turning point for Crosshair. And Mm. I just thought that was a really powerful delivered line. That's definitely, like, the impact it's going to have on Crosshair, I think. Um... And just like what it means to kind of like Joe said, like you get the full picture of how the empire views the clones at this point, um and not even really just clones, probably they're new troopers too, um kind of fucked, so why would you ever do that? I don't know, but no, I don't, I don't get it, yeah, so that was my favorite line
0: um, then, no, I love and, that and that's, 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 a, that's great a great choice, and it really was an impact like that was that was the moment really Robs. Like, shoot this motherfucker. Like kill yep, his yep, ass yep. right here, right now. Please. Uh, Joe, we haven't gotten any of your favorites. You've been awfully silent for a while. Uh yeah. where uh let's let's do some of your favorite your favorites. You got favorite character performance scene and line? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Where do you want me to start? I can do it in you. order, buddy. Do favorite character
1: performance scene and then line. Well oh, the character I figure it was pretty I don't know, pretty easy here. It's crosshair for mm. the just the development he sees, and and him actually thinking for him. I don't know. It's very interesting to see where he's gonna go after this, especially. Um, okay. I think, but but seeing this journey finally happen to him was awesome. And I think this. I mean, this it's what the the episode was about. Um, so Crosshair is getting the character nod, but then I think I mean it's going to D. Bradley Baker, but do you give it to Crosshair? Do you give it to Mayday? And I chose Mayday because he's more of a human, and he actually has to give emotion and. And he's explaining all the past of what he's been, you know, there for a year and, and, you know, actual emotion. And I don't know, he actually did a really good job as Mayday. So I feel, um, that's, that's fair there for the performance. Um, and then my scene, I mean, whenever it's like, I think the decision that Crosshair wouldn't have normally made that he made here is that he didn't leave Mayday behind after the avalanche. And like on the rock, whenever Mayday's like, I'm not going to make it. Just leave me. I think if Crosshair is more juiced up and he has more of whatever's in his head telling him to obey, I feel like he might actually just leave him out there and think that he's expendable too, you know, and follow suit like that. But this was a decision that he made on his own. And that's my scene is like the avalanche, you know, it's kind of, I guess it kind of starts with um, them figuring out that it's all gear. Just in the boxes and stuff like that. Um, But then the avalanche comes, and then Crosshair doesn't leave him behind. You know, he takes him, and then they they slowly make their way back to camp. Um, And that was my
0: scene. Um, I love that. That's a great choice, too. But
1: then my line actually comes out of that scene, and it is whenever Mayday realizes it's just gear in the boxes. And he says, um, After all the clones have done, after all we've sacrificed, we're good soldiers. We followed orders. And for what? It's like they're mm-hmm. they're repeating. Like,
0: god damn, it was like, a good. It was a line, good episode, you know? like, man.
1: Like, I don't know, crosshair. You know, that's that's crosshair's line. He always says, you know, "Good soldiers, good follow." Soldiers, you know, it's, it's the line work. they say whenever they're yeah they're following orders, whatever. And and you see it, you see it said by someone who like isn't saying it because of their inhibitor chip. You know, they're just saying it because that's just what their life has been. And like, it's it's so sad seeing it on like the inverse, the other side um but man i i don't know i really thought for a second that crosshair was gonna find like a new group and like mayday was gonna be like his new family you know like um sort of thing like they get each other like i i even went as far as being like i don't know maybe there's like a like a relationship out of this eventually like they got each other you know and this it felt like this was an equal to crosshair sort of thing um Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, man, does Crosshair finally find a new home? You know, maybe he doesn't go back to the batch. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he actually, this is his new place. And this this is where he's supposed to be. And then, no, no, he's, uh,
0: he's No, dead. Mayday died. He's going to kill another guy. It's just, uh, nothing, nothing good happens in Crosshair's life. Don't you know? Uh, nothing good. But, uh, no, those are those all great fucking choices. Me and you did a line with the, uh, Mayday performance. That's, uh, uh that's one yeah. that I had, to, I had to go with as well. It's something about the classic clone voice, man. You know, uh, mm. I'm a sucker for it. And it was, da- it was damn good. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, all, all great choices. And Crosshair was the obvious, the obvious character nod, uh, this week. It's just, I don't know. I don't know how you go any other way with it. Um, mm. But man, it was a banger. It was easily one of the best episodes of the Bad Batch so far. Um, you know, I like the, uh, I like the Imperial, like dealing with the dark, gritty Imperial stuff. Um, but there's this thing, like whenever one of these episodes comes out of the Bad Batch, everyone's like, wow, that was one of the greatest episodes of Star Wars animation ever. And I can't, I'm like, I'm never going to knock anyone for feeling that way. Um, but me, I'm a sucker for that fun filler quote-unquote filler shit that the Bad Batch likes to talk about, uh, The Bad Batch fans like to talk about. Like, oh, this this week was so useless. Man, it was fun as fuck. What do you want? I don't know. I love it.
1: Oh, well, I think—I don't know if you guys talked about it while I was gone, but Crosshair could be used as, like, a like double agent sort of thing. Like, go back— as if you're going back to join them, but then once you gain their trust, take Omega and bring her back to us. Um, mm. And that's how that's they... good theory. Back. Because how the hell were they going to go for Omega before? They don't even know where the hell they are. You know, they just know that Omega is important, but now that they have Crosshair, if Crosshair can be like, hey, I'm going to ping... They're waiting for me to turn my transponder Does he still have... I don't know. Like, does can he know. still contact them? Is that a thing? like it, it like cuz echo turned his transponder off i feel like crosshair just turned his off and they just didn't expect him to ever turn it on again sort of thing but like maybe he just does turn it back on and they're like whoa I, this is a message from crosshair like, what's going on and then that's how they try to get omega ooh fuck okay well that's sad what's the next episode title pabu um ant nala says die in next episode guys that's my Mabu. prediction. Uh say is not making it through the episode um,
0: I respect that I respect that um yeah i think uh I think you're onto something there i 'm with you uh i i don 't have many predictions. I love the theory there that you just bit that cross like that 's what they 'll use them for is going back to the bad batch and taking omega um, I think that 's a great fucking idea. uh something we formulated while you were gone was potentially uh, Omega's taken separately while Crosshair's getting experimented on, and it's like a two for one special. Whenever they go to save Omega, Ooh. they can just also save Crosshair.
1: Ooh. Okay, I like that too. Okay, That's... there's a
0: lot of good. There's a lot of good yeah. directions. They can I like.
1: Go. I guess if Crosshair's like the double agent sort of thing, it'd be really cool to see like how much the family aspect could get him to not obey you know like Mm. seeing him constantly struggle with like I'm on a mission I'm on a mission I have to capture Omega but like obviously I don't want to capture Omega and reveal them sort of thing Um, but also at the same time if they're both there in the like experiment room you know and they don't even know Crosshair's there at all but then Omega you know they're just going to save Omega and then they're like oh my fucking what like Crosshair's here too like what and I don't know that would be A really cool way for them to reunite um Mm. so i don't know because i guess i'm just lost on how they find the bad batch or omega without crosshair how does dr hemlock and whoever find omega
0: Um, no as soon as you said it that's i i gotta think that's how is mm. is crosshair like uh that must be why they that money do their choices there, like it just makes the most sense for my money,
1: mm. okay, yeah, I dig I think that's that's my only prediction I think I wanted to make was that um well, either that and, and Nala says going next episode, only off the title. I think that she's going this season for sure, or she's going out. I guess not when is the most important, it's just the how that she goes out. I think that's the important part. And she's I don't know. I really hope that she doesn't give out the last little secret and then they just kill her. I hope it's like she keeps it all in and actually doesn't I don't know. Um But man, I don't know, we only got four episodes left for the season. That's kinda that's kinda crazy. Three yeah, more videos, right? because the last two come in a pair, right? Oh, or are they, they separate? Shit. Do the last two come in a pair or are they separate? The summit yeah, and they plan have, come out on the same day. Dang! So it's only three weeks more. Yeah, wow. Hmm. We don't got that much left.
0: No, we're we're, we're nearing the end. Uh, we are we are very we are very close. Uh, but uh, man, I'm excited. Th- yeah, that's crazy. We got next week, the week after, and the week after that. Fuck no! Don't I'm leave done. me the bad batch. Not again. Dunzo. Yeah. Ah. Um, uh, well. It was a good fucking episode, but it's time to talk the highlight of the week for my money uh, I loved the bad batch, and it was goddamn good uh, but man when it was when it was two a m and I was watching this all time i got- I got a feeling I haven't gotten like there was this uh there was this thing last week, which is fucking insane that anyone would have this take now that I think about it even closer deeper is that uh there was a take that the Mandalorian had lost what made lost the magic that made the show special. We were one episode into season three. I have no idea how you could possibly formulate that take. Uh, But mm. this is, this is where we regain that magic. You know, if, if you felt like it was lost, there's no way you still feel oh. that. Right? No. Like, yeah, no. And
1: I, I've even changed my viewpoint from episode one. I came in from episode one and I'm like, hey, if they keep this pace that they're kind of going, I don't know how much I'm gonna like the show like I feel like they're moving too fast and they're way too exposition or expositiony I don't know they're very just they say what they're doing very blatantly and you don't have to figure it out and I think the reason why I was thinking that is i was I'm used to andor now you know like i I have seen andor and I know that that's possible from star Wars and i was I was wanting the next show to be as good as andor but I've realized a very, very key difference between the shows is, is Star Wars can be serious when it wants to. And, and, you know, th- we can have an Andor show like that, but this show is, it's just for fun, for adventure. It for
3: purpose. For, yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's to be with the Bad Batch. That's why it's releasing with the Bad Batch. Wednesday morning cartoons. You can throw on the Mandalorian too for an extra, like even better bit of fun, you know, mm-hmm. fun. Like it's, it's fun instead of. Locking in for a serious emotional roller coaster with Andy. Well,
0: dude, you know? what's crazy to me is I'm sitting here I remember season one being just fucking and season two being gripped and feeling like Grogu was in actual danger, you know, like mm. at moments. Being like and in the back of my head going, He's fine. He's making all their money. They're not gonna kill the fucking baby. But it still grips you in a way where you're like, but like don't do anything, to him. Don't hurt mm-hmm. him. Don't 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 touch his little hand. No, I need my best to be okay. You know, I got I find I got that feeling again this week where whenever like Grogu was on his lonesome after Din gets taken, I went <gasps> like no, like a yeah, little no. thing reaching
1: out for him that
0: like lizard dragon yeah. thing
1: like thing like chasing after him. I'm like, man, I don't know, and then the what are those big creatures called i feel like they have a name to them. Oh alamite. no yeah Al- alamite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah like he kind of surprised himself there with the Alamite thing you know i think like after he he did he kind his reaction is is kind of like oh shit i i just i actually did that sort of thing I'm so, like, that. like um yeah no like he he felt very much in danger like he was scared himself um and i think whenever you see the fear on grogu like, you're scared, especially whenever there's no one else around him. So, like, mm. it, obviously, we know he's safe and, and he's not going to die, but he could be captured or he could be, you know, sp- anytime apart from Din or a character that we don't know is bad. That's what we don't want. And Grogu's not going to die, but if he's apart from a character that we know, then that's bad. Right. Um, so, that's the metric that we have to kind of measure there. But, um, nah, no, dude. yeah, this, it's back. Mando is back, back.
0: Mando's now. back and fucking banging. Like, after last week where I said something like, uh, it's still rated like a 9 out of 10 on enjoyment or 875 or something. Mm-hmm. And I said that's one of my least favorite episodes of the It's like that shows, that shows you just how fucking incredible the show has been, how much I've loved it. Uh, to immediately follow one of my least favorite episodes of the show with what is very, very possibly top two top three favorite episodes of this show is fucking crazy and the fact that it's in the second episode of the season is even crazier uh kyler how you feeling man they did some a lot
2: of the things that you'll hear me like mention that like hold a lot of weight with me or like kind of separate i guess an episode from like a grouping of episodes if that makes sense in terms of like enjoyment just like how i'm feeling about it whatever um Damn, man, like, all those little things that I think separated for me in a way, uh, they were present in this one. like, there were moments where the score, I felt, like, really, really, really shined mm-hmm. through. And I've mentioned that in just about probably any episode, Um, I feel like. But, like, this one, like, just yeah. some of the beats with the score, it just... Uh, it should never be understated about what a score can do to any given moment. The
1: horror like, part? The, the, like, the, the, aspect yeah. of the eyeball guy? Like, that score was.
2: Yeah, sick. and I mean, like, even just like Din picking up a helmet and then, like, the Mandalorian mm-hmm. score kind of like coming on in the background a little bit. Um, you mm-hmm. know, the score when he finally comes up on the, uh, the, the waters, uh, underneath, ah. you know, um, just some fucking fantastic moments. And then, like, I thought Bo-Katan really got a chance to shine in a way I don't know I've seen her be able to in the show up until this mm-hmm. moment. And I don't even mean just, like, action-wise or anything. Like, I thought there were some – yeah, yeah. I thought there were some character moments with her that just really went a long way with me. Um, And just, man, like, just some moments that really, really packed in. Well, there like,
0: There's so many people that still have the misconception that Bo-Katan is, is a villain. That she is the bad guy. Um,
1: they're marketing it that way, though. It's very Din versus Bo-Katan. Like, in all the... Mar- like, it's always their helmets that are side to side. But, like, it's never...
0: Right, but even then... I guess then, they're it's, it's fighting, different though. than... Like, it's, there's, there's a difference between being the antagonist and being a villain. You know, like, uh, you can really be who our protagonist is facing either. and be fine.
1: I don't think uh, she's an antagonist, either. Like the antagonist is the armorer now like i i feel
0: well that's what i was I saying know. i'm uh, uh mm-hmm. this episode served as the episode that should make everyone go this ah. is not who you are rooting against mm-hmm. you know this person is a good guy uh this person is helping din every chance she gets she is caring for and teaching things to grogu she's uh like it's it's a I loved Bo-Katan in this episode, and I've I've enjoyed Bo-Katan as a character in the past. Mm. I can't. This episode worked wonders for me as far as like as as far as being like, oh, I like that character. You She's know, I've always thought she was interesting.
1: Mm. She's a little harsh with Grogu. She can she can tone it down a little bit and be a little nicer when she talks to Grogu. Other what than you that, looking? you're yeah. Like I don't know. I think. Like, whenever she was like, I need you to navigate me to Din. Like, can you do that? You know, like, and I'm like, hey, whoa, watch your whoa. tone there, Bo-Katan. Like, okay, like.
0: now that's yeah, about I to know. be Grogu's, that's about to be Grogu's mom.
1: Yeah, I know. So I, it's, I, I guess Grogu's got to be talked to sternly sometimes. But in this case, you got to calm the kid down and be like, hey, let's go find Din. You know, like, lead me to him. Like, you know where he is. Let's go get, you know, not like, lead me to him, kid. But but no, I I'm. That was the only gripe I had of Bo-Katan this week was that she was a little too harsh to Grogu. But other than my that,
0: absolute like, favorite thing about the gro like the grown people talking to Grogu is that they speak like he'll respond. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, uh, Bocatan like when he shows up, when Bocatan shows up by himself, he goes, "What happened to him?" You expect Grogu to be like, "Well, check this shit out." Okay, so we were over on Mandalore, and like, <laughs> Actually, let me tell you real
1: quick. Yeah, that, yeah, no, he's. I see. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess, like, sometimes it's that he's just such a curious little being that you just have to ask some questions. But, like, other times where it's, like, you were expecting a response there and, like, you knew that you weren't going to get one. You right? weren't going
0: to get one. That, yeah. Oh, and that's what's, uh, there's also this really cool thing about the way, like, I love that we're getting more Grogu communicating, even if it's not verbal. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, we he lets out, like, a real soft, like, a really, not a soft, a pungent whine. Whenever uh R five yeah. gets out and is like uh, like whenever his like little thing like disappears and he's like, Oh god, like he's way more vocal. About yeah, he's no. he's way more vocal. But then there's this other part where when Din gets out in his pressurized suit and he walks away I've no idea what makes Din's not looking at him. den's not uh he Grogu doesn't make a sound. He turns around and he goes, It's okay, buddy. Like I'll be fine.
1: Oh, well, I think it was it was to mirror Anakin telling Hey R two, stay with the ship. You, like it, it's just to give you that extra. Like every time someone says "Stay with the ship," I'll be right back. You know, it's not.
0: Yeah, no, I get you. I it in my head, it sounded it sounded like he was responding to something though. It didn't sound oh. like it didn't sound like he was just like stay with the ship. It'll be fine. It okay. sounded like he was. It sounded like he was going. It's okay. Like I'll be I, all right. Okay. Like, he I feel to ask
1: if there is something going on mentally. Like it kind of feels at some points that Din. It's either that he just he's been with him long enough that he can read him very well and read his emotions and you know like and he's just assuming what Grogu is meaning. But there were some times in the episode where like. They were kind of having a conversation. Yeah, yeah.
0: there's there's this important line that Ahsoka says about the way Grogu communicates in uh, Chapter 13, The Jedi, Mm. where she says, like, Din goes, is he talking? And she goes, no, not really. Um, We can feel each other's thoughts. Uh And we, we were just discussing how effectively Grogu might be able to do something like that. Um, I could see him being able to project feelings, not, like, I don't think Din will be able to pick up, like, full sentences out of what he's yeah. saying, or full stories, but Grogu being like, I'm fucking frightened, I mm-hmm. feel like he's, he's powerful enough to project that, and Din able to feel it, you know what I'm saying?
1: Okay, yeah, no, I get that. No, because they, they were definitely communicating, at least, or Din is just very, very good at picking up, and he just knows Grogu by now, but I, I swear, Grogu He's said, I bad. have a bad feeling it. about this. Grogu said, I have a bad feeling about this, in this episode, and it's right, but, like, whenever, uh, bo is like, actually, you know what, I'll take you to the Living Waters, uh, to Den." she's like, you know what, actually, yeah, I'll take you, you'll never make it on your own. I'm it focuses mad. on Grogu, and he, yeah, he kind of speaks a little bit, and I swear, it's, I mean... It's all around, you know, I have a bad, it's, it's said everywhere, you know, and yeah. I, like, I could have sworn, like, I watched the first time and I'm, I, like, I guess I had the thought in my head of, like, oh, I got a bad feeling, like, I had that thought in my head myself and then Gro, it focuses on Grogu and then he kind of babbles and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, I don't know, is that intentional? There? Like, I don't. Um, but I think I even marked the, I, I thought I marked the time down because I was going to maybe choose it for my quote for the episode. Um, if we could agree that he did say, I got a bad feeling about this, or I guess I could just go with the, the bop about whatever, you know, whatever he, he says. Yeah.
0: I, uh, if you want to do that, go for it. I just absolutely did not hear that. Um, that's very funny.
1: I mean, no, no, like it sounded nothing like I have a bad feeling. It was just his, his little language and his little babaloops and whatever. That's what you feel like he would be saying. That's what he's saying in the situation. So, like I the line it. okay. itself I did is that. just "babo bop whatever." But that's I swear, like, there's nothing else that he could be saying right there. Um, I don't know. I, I gotta, I gotta try to find it.
0: Let's know. go with favorite line for a second though. If that's what you're, if that's what you're debating uh, at mm. the moment, uh, I have an easy favorite line, and it's from, and it's not like there are a lot of really good lines in this episode uh there was just one that resonates with me uh because i love when din is referred to as grogu's father yeah like he is his dad it's when Bogotan goes did you think your dad was the only mandalorian mm. uh mm. i fucking loved that uh th- there's a few there's a few things that just like din's his dad all yeah. in uh, and, and they refer
1: to grogu as his kid too. Yeah. Like, well, is there's like also is. this
0: part where Din already Den's already like your Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. You know, this no, is he's, this he's where his
0: lessons. Yeah, like this, this is, is where we come from. Where people are from. You yeah. know, like uh I loved that. I, I like and I'm never gonna stop loving him treating grogu as his like as his son that's always gonna resonate with me i'm always gonna love it whenever he talks to him like he is like he's a mandalorian like he's his child i fucking love it uh so i had to go with bo katan saying did you think because it's not just like they put that off everyone knows like it's like well that's clearly his son you know
1: uh and i didn't know like I guess I didn't really focus in on, like, that he's trained, like, he's a Mandalorian youngling at this point. Like, like, it is just as if he's a Jedi youngling right now. He's being trained he's power, in the ways of yeah. the Mandalore, like, right now. And, like, whenever he's sitting in the cockpit, like, teaching him his lessons, like, I, I start to realize, and I'm like, yeah, like, he's wearing that chainmail Beskar, like, <laughs> like, every, and I didn't, like, I I don't know, it's just not hitting me quite quite yet, but, like, it- this episode, it was it was like, yeah, no, he is being trained right now, and And it was awesome to see, like, the stuff that he's learned from Luke already coming in, hand like, so handy. Like, um, the eyeball creature. Can we give him a name so we can refer to him as something? Um, because I don't know what to call. Like, what do I want to call this fucker?
0: Shithead? I was gonna say, I was gonna say David.
1: Um, Shithead. Shithead or David. Well, I guess either or. So Shithead David sends a little electric fire thing towards Grogu and he has to flip off of the rock to land mm-hmm. in his little lander thing and it's just like you know that's like the the main thing he learned from Luke you know just jumping yeah. around a little yeah. blast you know blaster thing shooting him and it's like it's jumping cool. out
0: to like dude I loved when he jumped out to greet Pelly. that was he, so uh, funny,
1: where's my guy she, where's my guy and he pops out he goes huh? Huh? yeah and then
0: flies? flies yeah dude can leap Um, Where'd you learn to leap like Lerman? I mm -hmm. fucking love Pelimoto. Give me Pelimoto and everything. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Mm -hmm. We also get a quick little mention of Boba Fett, interestingly Mm -hmm. enough, giving us an indicator that at this point, Boba Fett is still on Tatooine, or at least operating out of Tatooine. Kind of hilarious that they would dedicate entire episodes of the Book of Boba Fett to the Mandalorian, and then they would go to the place where Boba Fett is at and not even show him super fucking funny it
3: is boon Uh. to eve
0: and i feel like them specifically saying it's boon to eve
1: is just the easiest way for when book of boba comes around when it's boon to eve and book of boba you'll be like oh this is when den came in to grab r4 and just left you know like Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like a cool like thing in the background sort of thing um because they specifically are like yeah it's boon to eve sort of thing and I, i i feel like that's it's a no, cool yeah, I'm imagining I'm
0: imagining because. Boba attending the Boon to Eve Pod race.
1: Yeah, like we're seeing that. He he's job of the hut.
0: He's yeah, there. Yeah, he's he's like, in that he's spot. The, yeah.
1: The big guy. So like obviously, we're not going to see Boat. you know, we would if we're seeing him, we would see him there. Um or I guess maybe he doesn't go. Maybe he changes Boon it to Eve classic. because you know? the race? Wait. They celebrated it with pod racing though. That wasn't pod racing. That was just like a little drag race that was going on there. That wasn't yeah, the not It pod. wasn't. It it wasn't rate, that wasn't it at
0: the moment, I don't think. I think the I think there's a it's a big festivity. There's a lot going on for Boon to Eve. Yeah. It's just uh yeah. I kind of take it nice to be
1: in the morning or daytime.
0: Yeah. Probably. I kind of take it to be like New Year's mm-hmm. kind of how I take Boon to the way they celebrate Uh-oh. it. Yeah. Is Uh-oh. like uh 'cause cuz we don't celebrate we I know that people celebrate Christmas Eve, but what they're celebrating is Christmas. You know like yeah. Boonta, like, they're saying it's Boonta Eve, and we've only ever heard Boonta Eve, not Boonta Day. You know, like, uh it's not, today's Boonta, woo, let's have a good time today, guys, it's Boonta, everybody getting the Boonta spirit. Nah, it's Boonta Eve, baby. And what do we celebrate? We celebrate New Year's Eve. We don't celebrate New Year's. Fuck New Year's. We're celebrating the day before the New Year, because that's when we get fucked up. And I know that's what Tatooinians be up to on Boonta Eve, I got no doubt. And I love that Pelly's just scamming motherfuckers. Like, uh, yeah, this'll take two months. It's going to take five minutes. She's get paid for two months of work. Fuck yes. I love Pelly.
1: Oh no, she she's a scammer till till she'll die. I don't know. She, she's either fucking the Jawas, you know, and that's just they're just in and I don't know. She's she's basically a Jawa. She speaks it very well also. Like we're reminded of that again. You know, she speaks Jawa fluently. And I love how she's speaking, yeah memory unit. Like she she'll speak Jawa and then like memory circuit or something like that. Like she yeah. just spoke straight English at the end. Um But no, I that that was kind of cool to like Tatooine is like they're kind of popping off now like if if this guy is coming like people were super poor on Tatooine and like wouldn't have this ship and like oh he's like dressed that trandoshan or not trandoshan I don't think Rodian it Rodian yeah um was like kind of kitted out like he's looking kind of my head
0: cannon my headcanon this is the Rodian that ro- that rolled with Anakin when he was a young young and uh when he was built his uh his speeder his pod racer yep.
1: Yep, this, is that, it's him. this
0: is that Rodian.
1: Yep. Yep. I can't. I, I fully agree. There's no. Uh, I don't know. They're they're obviously putting in a lot of references from the prequels and everything. Like with R5 being Mando's droid now. Like just straight up, yeah, that dude never left Tatooine. He's just been there the whole time. Now Pelle gave him to Mando and now he's going to go on their adventure.
0: You know, I guess. I still passionately, still passionately believe that Din was made for a BD unit. Like BD like BD one like feels uh, like he would like, feels like he would roll with one of those so fucking easy, uh, mm. and Grogu could have a little buddy. They're like he's the same the size
1: aspect too. Like it, it could be he's useful. You know BD one is like he's so use or not BD one is I just BD droids. Um,
3: mm.
1: They're just they're so useful and so cute, yeah. and and Grogu could just like sit on top of it'd be so cute them together like, but. R5. I am so excited for R5 because I want to know if they're going to treat him like R2 and have him see all of the super important events that R2... Because R2 sees everything that happens. Like Everything that you think is important, R2 pretty much sees it. Um, And R5 was sitting in the background for a lot of big things. Um, Mm. And, you know... And I, I really... I don't know... I mean, I had him as maybe a favorite character, but it's just for my excitement to start watching him, mainly. Um but but that's the thing they're setting him up for him to watch everything because they even they literally show him bolt into the ship after bo lands and then watch grogu and bo on like the screen mm-hmm. and i wanted to ask you guys if like is that just a camera on the ship that he just like sees him leave or like is that like their way of saying like he just can see wherever they go you know sort of thing
0: no yeah i had the same i had the same thought i was like uh so this guy's going to watch them walk as far as he can see them walk away and then that's it. Um no, yeah. yeah, I have no idea how that the mechanics of it. Uh my my favorite idea that they didn't portray it as but I would have liked is if Grogu's little fucking thing has a little camera in it so that if anything oh, yeah. he can he can like if Din yeah. needs to separate from Grogu for whatever fucking reason, I know he wouldn't want to but if like something happened like at least he can see where grogu's prim is you know like that's kind of how i uh i think it'd Talk be cool if he had a little camera in it
1: a little light that he has on the front though how cute was it that den turned on his light and then grogu like seconds later like t-
0: got it you know gotta- well, And then there's that part later whenever bo like i know you're afraid like and that's one of the times when i was like see bo has got this shit she's pretty cool uh she's like i know you're frightened.'" but I mm. need you to take me to den. Uh, and the way that he, on, uh, the
1: yeah, on the ship, she was all good. And like, why didn't she do that down in the caves whenever it was actually scary. And with the actual monsters, you know, like you did it up in the ship when it was easy, but come on, bo you got to calm the kid down in the cave. Like, I don't know.
0: Well, that's what I'm talking about. They're in the cave and he, it, Grogu like stops in his tracks and, and Bo-Katan's, katan goes, I know you're frightened. Wait, we, really? Yeah. Uh, and then he flicks on his little, he flicks on his little light switch. And he's like, let's do it. And Bo-Katan's like, okay. And turns on her light too.
1: I guess maybe not the, it's like, you know, they go down into Sundari a little bit and then they go down that one little bit extra, but they're not in the caves yet. It's just like that one place. You're talking about
0: like, it's the the little green eyed fuckers that he like stops at and is like, Uh Oh God, that's fucking freaky.
1: I could have sworn at that moment, she kind of snaps at him a little bit, and Grogu gives her like a, like a, oh oh uh, like kind of like a, I a don't know what hiss. that was, but that shit was awesome, I want more Grogu of gave whatever Morgan's that was, a hiss. yeah,
2: Grogu was, was mad like, at uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I took a, I'll have
1: to look and see, when was, maybe. I don't know, maybe I'm confusing the things, but I thought it happened then, um, I could, I don't know man Zika. that shit
2: that you're talking about joseph that he was awesome at yeah no he he,
1: he hissed like it made it.
2: a grumbly type something or other i don't know what it was but it was awesome it was awesome whatever that noise was he needs to do it more often <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I, ooh, love I, it. Love I love it i love it now yeah i uh that's ultimately all this considered is why i went with grogu as my favorite character of the episode mm. Because not not only does he get a lot of really fucking adorable, cute moments, they show his capability already. You know, like this kid travels to a different planet, picks someone up and then he goes back and leads her to leads her to his dad. Like, fuck, Mm. yeah, this kid's got it on lock. He's a good he's he's a he's a good Mm. little handyman down there.
1: Okay, so I found the clip and we're like, we're both kind of right. But we're just, me, we're taking it opposite directions. Like mm. she does say, I know you're frightened. She says, I know that you're frightened, but I need you to guide me to him. And then Grogu just goes, like he, like he, he growls. Like, I mean, it says sputters in the, the closed captioning, but he like, I mean, he, he looks mad. And whenever mm. you hear it from Bo-Katan, like her tone is kind of, a little snappy like
0: okay cool uh, yeah i didn't take it as i didn't take it as a response to bogotan i took it as like a fuck yeah i guess you're right uh and that's like,
1: that's how I kind of took it but i don't know like after he hissed like yeah he i don't know he really like Argh. i guess it could be like man yeah you're right all right let's well, cause
0: go because he immediately uh, flicks on the light switch and is like let's do this shit i guess uh
1: oh no no he flicks on the light and he goes ah and then goes like he's mad at her. He's not happy with her. Yeah, no, That's, he's
2: it I, it seemed like something. I've never heard him make a noise. Yeah, like he that. growled
1: and then he turns on yeah, he turns on his light. I described it, it as a, a snarl.
2: Yeah. I because I, I put in there, I know that you're frightened, but I need <clears> you to throat> guide throat me and to And I him.
0: completely missed it. Hmm. I yeah, so it's right all.
2: after she says, I know that you're frightened, but mm-hmm. I need you to yeah, guide you're right me. about the line.
1: You're totally and right.
2: Grogu, and then Grogu, I put Grogu snarl. I, it's, I don't know. It doesn't, like, in hindsight, it's probably not, like, an anger at her. It's probably more of, like, a, like, determined, like, okay, I've got to, like, I got to be tough here type thing. Like, yeah. like <laughs> I don't know, but it was unlike any noise I've ever heard him make. It was awesome. It's it at was,
1: 27 flat, pretty much. Uh, hmm. in the episode, if you want to look at it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's just Bo-Katan. She's just, like, Din, he knows to talk very softly to him. You know, he turns around whenever, because he does the little thing, he babbles before she says, I know that you're frightened. He gives a little, uh, you know, like a little, like, like uh, I'm scared, uh, and then she goes, I know that you're frightened, but we need to find Din, you know. But, like, Din would have s- turned around and been like, oh, buddy, like, I know you're scared, but gonna be okay you know we'll find you know like you just have to talk to him different he's a kid you know sort of thing mm. so i think that's it's not that bo-katan was trying to just be like oh i hate you grogu uh, we need to find din it was just like she's on her mission and she just doesn't know how to quite i don't know deal with grogu quite yet
0: um, i get you i get but, you let me uh i had to update my disney plus app so that's why i took so long uh, to fucking get here yeah but-
1: he, he lets out it says babble, babble or whimper he whimpers and he stops and Bo-Katan turns around and then he lets out one more babble i know that you're frightened but i need you to guide me to him and then sputters I and, yeah i need you to guide
0: me to him ah man i think she handled that well yeah look, look he does at grogu's okay. reaction
1: and what and look what he does after look what he does before he turns on his light and when he storms off like he kind of storms off a little bit. He's kind of like, you know what? All right, whatever. Let's find him.
0: I'll lead the way. Like I don't know. Yeah, that literally the only thing is that's different is that I, uh, I was taking what you were saying as blaming Bo-Katan for the way Grogu was reacting. Oh yeah, no, no, no. No, that's all that. That's all that's different. I. I Rewatching the scene, I think Bo-Katan doesn't snap. Like that's that's the only thing I don't I don't agree I guess with. She there. Doesn't she doesn't snap? But it's not what Grogu was expecting.
1: It's not mm-hmm. what he's used to. I guess you know. Uh, so it's not it's not either of their fault. Or like I'm not blaming her. Like I don't like hate her or like oh Bo-Katan, you need to chill out because of this sort of thing. Like she's awesome the rest of the episode. Like I hope that she is the mother to Grogu. Like eventually, you know. Like I want her in that. I want her and Din together and unite with Grogu, unite the Jedi and the Mandalorians together. Let's do it. That, that's what I want. So, um, I just, I need her to, uh, I guess be, be more motherly with Grogu right now in his infant stages. Cause he won't be a baby forever. You know, I don't know. <laughs> He's not going to be a baby forever.
0: No. Yeah. I, uh, no, that's just funny. I just couldn't, uh, I did. I, it's just funny how differently we can read scenes like that every once in a while. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Katie Sackhoff gets my performance, though, as Bo-Katan. I thought she did fucking incredible. Uh She was so fucking good. I thought Bo-Katan was so goddamn likable in this episode, and I think that there was just so is much it, nuance in her performance.
1: Whenever she's doing the Darksaber stuff, is that her, or is that a stunt person in there? I guess I've I never heard about that, but, like... And that doesn't matter but like for her like character too like seeing just how effortless she was with the dark saber compared to Din like Din lit it and it was it was funny almost how like it just just slowly like went down like mm-hmm. he lit it up and had it like upright and then it just just slowly went down to the ground and like it was so Yeah heavy. man
2: she is a fierce fighter Ooh. like I really <laughs> like her like fight styles and like aggression like she is on a different level hand to hand than Din is at the at, like currently. Well,
0: what what I also love is that the way the armorer describes it in the book of Boba Fett is being like a like basically oneness, like figure like knowing who you are, what you want and like
1: it is an extension of you, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Like
2: cha- you that's channel that, that, into, that into the into yeah. the wielding of it? Okay, I like that. I so, I remember that. I guess I just didn't really think about it.
0: Well, and that's what's interesting about the the division between them is that Bo-Katan is very like that's it i'm done i want to be alone and i'm fucking tired of this you know and that is how she feels there is no other way around it that is how she feels din is like i guess it's time for me to go back to the minds of mandalore and i guess it's time for me to redeem myself i mean that seems like the right thing to do at this time uh like that's kind of the that's kind of the way that i approach like because uh, there, there is something really cool about Din and Bocatan in this episode, where they, they kind of gleam off each other a little bit of their sensibilities. Like Bocatan starts to kind, not starts to kind of see things his way, but like is reminded of the of the way that she once felt about Mandalore, and now it's lost to her. Like that, what she once, what she once had is gone. Din never had it though. It's it's just it's it just is it's the way of the Mandalore, you know. Like it doesn't matter if the planet's still there or not, the way still exists, and she kind of admires that. But he also sees that that part whenever she's like, "And my dad died," you know, so defending Mandalore, and he's like, "Yo, respect." He almost breaks. Like
1: he he choked up. He was like, "Dang." He's like, "I would have liked to meet your father. He sounds like an interesting man." And it's like bo Katam was like, no, he was a great man, and he died defending Mandalore, and he, he was like, I don't know, it felt like he kind of choked up a little bit, and that, I am really struggling to not give it to, bo, like, the performance to bo just because of, she has her helmet off, and we can actually see her, you know. Emote. It, it's like, she has to actually act, too. Pedro Pascal is just voice acting, and is he in the suit the whole time?
0: No. Not all so, the time. Yeah. So uh, he's like, in it he's, sometimes.
1: So, like, I... On the scale of, like, of who did more, like, yeah, no, I don't... I don't like, I feel wrong giving it to Pedro Pascal this episode.
0: When but Katie like, Sackhoff did what she did.
1: Yeah, exactly. That That's, like, kind of where I am. But Din is, like, he is our narrator. Like, like he says everything to Grogu... Like, Grogu is us. We are Grogu. Grogu's the audience. And, like, everything is explained to Grogu... So that it can be explained to us, it is Mm. very like the story, like that that storytelling technique. Like I don't know, it's very useful. It it just works for the episode. Sometimes it can just sound like kind of they're just saying what is happening, like very blatantly. Mm. I I don't know. I really like it. Like I feel like Pedro Pascal balances it well enough. To where it doesn't sound like just pure narration, but that's no, what it means. sounds like. It sounds, sounds like he's doing.
0: teaching. Yeah. And I, I like, and the same thing goes for bo at a couple points whenever she's like, it wasn't always like this, you know, like, uh, mm, and then yeah. there's one, like, there's just one just so extremely exposition-y line whenever she's like, I want to make sure you get the full tour. Uh, yeah. let yeah, me read this entire plaque to you. Um, it's like, which I, I can and you have to do it for yeah. the understanding of a general audience. But it was just very funny.
1: I don't know. It does also show that she's very mocking of it right now, though. And I think it's going to be very different next episode. Like, she was mocking it seconds before she saw a myth. You know, she was mocking the idea of a mythosaur being in there. She sees Mm -hmm. the mythosaur down there. She's going to be like, maybe I read this plaque with a little more sincerity this time. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. actually I read into this a little more. So, like, and that the... I I talked to Colton about this maybe a little hidden imagery in the episode that I I found just through screenshotting multiple things of the episode. And whenever they're in the caves, um, and they have their little headlamps and and whatever, um, Bo-Katan, since she doesn't have her helmet on, uh, she doesn't have, like, a headlamp. She has this kind of little ball that she floats into the air and Mm -hmm. follows her around. I mean, it's it's, it's her light ball. Um, But when they're all together... Grogu has his on his little thing, Din has his on his helmet, and Bo-Katan has hers up in the air and her thing. And every time they're walking together, every time you see their lights on screen, it is it's in a diagonal line. Like straight they are all lining up. It is Grogu at the bottom and then it goes to Mando and then it goes to Bo- like Bo-Katan's up and further. Mm. And it happens like for the the entire time that she turns that they they enter the big entrance, like, the the actual entrance of the caves. And from that moment till they get down to the waters, like, it, they line up perfectly every time. And I have... I don't know if you can see this in my little monitor, but, like, you see, like, the three white just... They're mm-hmm. lining up perfectly in a line, and they do it every single time. They walk into the, the living waters. They're lined up perfectly again. And even whenever Din's walking into the waters himself, they're lined up that way. And... You know, I'm trying to think, like, why? Like, you know, it's cool that I guess they're lining up. I'm like, is there something, you know, meaningful to this? And the second that, like, Bo-Katan, it's seen, like, her light isn't seen whenever Din is entering the living waters. And I think, like, their lights are representing, like, their spark or, like, their belief, their faith sort Mm -hmm. of thing. And Din and Grogu, their lights are on, shining bright, right on, right next to their head. Bo is distant, far away from her, off screen right now, even. Yeah, right. And and then the second she goes into the water, her light turns on. Like cause she has to, because she's entering the water. This like mm. that's when her light turns on in her helmet. She puts her helmet on, her light turns on, she comes out of the water, and then finally the one time that they're not lined up. Is whenever Din is below Grogu and and katan but Bo-Katan has her light like on her head now, sort of thing, and it's like this. Gotcha. I don't know, and like I don't know if I'm reading too far into it here. You know, it's just three little lights that are lining up. You know, whatever.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think that uh, even if stuff is coincidence, if you can manage to find a meaning in it, it's it, it's meaningful. It doesn't it doesn't have to be intended. If you if you gleam that from it. Like that's a very, that's a very apt representation of what happens in the episode is that she, she slowly gains a little bit of a spark again for what her culture once was and what she, uh yeah what she feels she's lost. She sees like, that's, that's what I think could be really, really fulfilled. Like, cause I'm not a big fan of the idea that everything has to be romantic. Like everything has to be uh,
3: uh
0: mm. a love story, but it's been a while since we've had a, a star Wars love story that just paid off like a normal love story and i would love it if bo and dinjarin are actually heading that way hmm. uh that would be absolutely fucking awesome for me i am shipping them extremely hard right now what's their uh, ship
1: name it's kind of hard Bo like
0: boden because it's boden well for me boden
1: is that what we're going with boden no. uh
0: bojarin dinkatan dinkatan
1: dinkatan that's that sounds like the best so far Boj, yeah, Bojarin no.
0: Bojarin horseman.
1: <laughs> Din Katan Din Katan. Dinbo.
0: Like him. Dinbo.
1: Dinbo. Dinbo Joe. That's did pretty say- cute. Joe, did uh.
2: you say your favorite line?
1: No, actually. Um not yet. Um, sorry i, I thought it was uh oh if it, if you can accept grogu's uh, i'll take it but what's it your other name? option like what um the other one i was going with is whenever din is talking to bo katan and he says without the creed what are we what do we stand for our people are like this line that he says in the trailer um about like how his people are scattered in the like stars in the galaxy sort of thing um and i thought it just gave a really good insight to where din's head is right now you know he he, that, it's why he still believes in the creed, I guess, right now. Right. Um, it's because it's it's all he knows, and even if he sees the flaws in it a little bit right now, he still sees that it at least held his group together. You know, whether it held all the Mandalorians together, I don't know, but it at least gave him a sense of community and home and something. Um, well, so that and was that's like, also
0: part of the creed, is that they, like, hmm. the armorer has taught her cult that if... If you don't abide by the way, we are fucked. We are going to die. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess it's very it's very biblical. Like, I mean there's so many biblical like references they're making here. And like I don't know like how like deep they're gonna go with like the faith and all of this stuff, but it feels like it's a pretty big part of the story. Um, at least right now. Like, um I guess the big things that come out of this we I always thought that like Din was going to be the one that's riding the man or the Mythosaur. I think like Bocatan tames the Mythosaur instead, and Din, he stays the Mandalorian. He he stays with the dark until one day he hands it down to Grogu, and that that's Din's thing. He he will lead the people, but I think I hope Bocatan and Din lead them together. But I think Bocatan is the one who comes out and tames the mythosaur again. I think Grogu's probably the one who does it, but bo will be the one for the story, and she will there's get that-
0: actually, There's actually a little theory that Kyler DM'd me earlier, just like a little bit ago while we were doing this podcast. Um, I sent it to Joe, too. Oh, you did? Cool. Um, yep. uh, <laughs> where... Uh, it's the picture of Charlie Day with all the fucking threads from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like he's going <laughs> crazy, he's formulating, you know. Uh, and it's uh, it said, "What if uh, the Mythosaur woke up from a thousand year sleep because it felt the rightful ruler of Mandalore in the waters?"
1: Oh, <laughs> has it been? I guess it's been down there the whole time.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
1: Okay, I guess. Oh wait, you're right. Yeah. So and then do mythosaurs just live for that
0: long, or like is the
1: water keeping him alive?
0: Do you know? There's uh, no telling. I have no fucking clue about that. Like, but, yeah, do uh,
1: mythosaurs just live? Do they just not even die? Is that like a thing? You know, like I have no idea. Maybe I couldn't tell you anything about
0: a mythosaur if I'm being uh, for real.
1: I guess my thought there's not this creature, uh, Dave or not David. And Shithead. Shithead David. Um, Shithead David. Has that... That dude had so many Mandalorian helmets in his little lair. Like, his specific thing. That dude has drained so many Mandalorians of their blood. Like, I don't know. Like, all those helmets down there I don't think were from the Purge. Like, I don't know. Like, all of them... Some of them were from the Purge or whatever.
2: This was a hell of a week for an easy-to-hate Star Wars character. Fuck that dude. That That little David. That little cockroach shithead, David, dude, fuck him. That's what but we should have he... called him, cockroach. The way he fucking Co- scurried cockroach. off like a little. You know what cockroach. we should have
0: called him. You know what we should have called him? Crispin.
2: Yep. Crispin. Fact.
0: Fact. You missed that, Joe. That was something oh. while we were gone. There's uh, a
2: theory out. There's a theory out. It hasn't It's not totally confirmed, but it's almost there.
0: If there's one more, if there's one more, it's confirmed. Uh, yep. Correct. And we're gonna keep you in the dark on that one. Uh, but.
1: do my regardless
0: uh no yeah shithead david Mm. super fucking cool character design and very very like for some reason called to the prequels for me like in my nostalgia bone Mm. i was like yeah this feels attack of the clones like the only thing that could have made this scene more attack of the clones is if the if the cave was like red like redder you know what i'm saying uh Mm. you
1: know they were I think it's a lot of people are like oh it's grievous cuz he has a lot of grievous tendencies and he's ha- like it, it, the thing is it does sound like grievous though a little bit. It's mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in my head but like it sounds like an even more droided out version of grievous. But I think it's just they're just pulling inspiration from him. Yeah. No, you know, it, it doesn't mean it has to be grievous. It's just like we have a really cool character reminiscent that is a sort of grievous. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, and there's also the thing that like, I know logic is going to get us killed out here, but Mm. how the fuck and why the fuck, you know, (laughs) what, how how the fuck would that be Grievous and why on earth would it be Grievous?
1: How does does Grievous absolutely blow the fuck up and is left on a complete, on the uh, other side of the, yeah. Pal, you know? And he ends up on Mandalore sucking the blood of Mandalorians. I don't know about that. My theory, if it's anyone that we know, pre-Vizsla is my guess. Maul kills him, and somehow someone holds onto his body and fucking. See that
0: makes I, I that makes that makes very little sense, but at least it makes more sense yeah. than fucking. Like, that's, really that's,
1: I don't believe in it at all, really whatsoever. I'm just if it is anyone at all, the only reason I say that is because the eyeball itself. Whenever that's the thing, it's the thing that's making me sort of think it's somewhat important is the eye changes colors and it goes to yellow, like it goes to the Sith yellow and it's not because of the the shield that's in front of it like it is blue the main color of the eye is blue normally and but like there are some times where it is yellow like i mean yellow like sith yellow almost
0: crazy okay 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 roll with me i don't believe this one bit but if we're this doing is- it let's do it this is tar Vizla. and tar vizla became a sith before the end of his life, and imbued his consciousness into this droid. Yeah, you know,
1: yes. Or this is the actual last remaining bit of real Palpatine after he got blown up um after vader threw him down this is the actual last remaining bit of
0: palpatine's yes. body he accidentally um, he was he was aiming for exegol when he transferred his consciousness but it just it got sidetracked and stopped at mandalore oh
1: no this isn't palpatine anymore it's just like the leftover body that's just living. oh
0: you literally mean the part that got blown up from yeah. the death star yep gotcha. or
1: yep. or mm-hmm. hear me out it's
2: Cockroach shithead Dave. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's just
0: David.
1: I really hope it's just we don't get any more on him at all, and he's just a character. Oh, that too. He fucking
2: sucked. He was the worst. Fuck no, that. Yeah, dude. I promise we're
0: not gonna deal anymore with shithead David. I, this is it for only, shithead. Like David. he's not They didn't
2: kill him though. Like we got two terrible ass characters in Star Wars this week, and guess what? They both died I in want the to same think episode. Dead. I fucking God. Dead. No, I want normalize to think he's Normalize that dude. shit. normal normalize that shit. That's how Toto should
1: be the next time he shows up on my fucking screen. I don't know if he's dead, man. I don't know if you can just. It looks like it, and cinematically, it makes sense. Storytelling, All or right, whatever. Who do
0: you think? Who do you think has a better chance of being alive, Cad Bane or this guy? Shithead David.
1: This guy. No, oh, Cad. B- oh, sorry, Cad Bane. I thought I, t- I was Toto. Was in my head. um Cad Bane is more of a chance of being alive than this guy.
0: Okay, I'll accept that then. I'll accept it.
1: Um, yeah, no, this. I mean, I don't really want to fully believe in it, but but they were very. I don't know. Some that shows me just are, how that
0: shows me just how delusional you can be, Joe. Because there is far better chance this guy's alive than Cad Bane. You
1: think <laughs> that this guy's alive than Cad Bane? You, yeah. you the, the little beep on Cad Bane's thing, I don't know, like, the little, trans the, the, something's being sent out, and I don't, why do they, why do they put that there?
0: No, that yeah, be, I get it, I get it, like, I get what you're saying, no, I just, uh. And
1: this, the only thing that's keeping me that he's alive, is that they didn't slice the eye itself, like, mm-hmm. because whenever she killed the Grievous-looking body and stabbed it in the heart, just like Grievous, you know, whatever, um, you know, it just crawled out and was fine. It just needed its brain and eyeball to live. And then whenever she kills the big mech, she just slices off the big head of the mech, but the eye and, itself and the whole brain thing is still. And the you same. see,
0: that's that's why I think this guy has a better chance of being alive than Cad Bane, because Cad Bane got stabbed in his body. Uh,
1: yeah, so did Reva, so did, uh, like, I, with a lightsaber twice. Um, and then Cad Bane is an alien who probably has three different stomachs and four different sets of lungs and five different, you know, like he can be anything. He's Cad, you know, he's not a human.
0: Um, I would like Toto. I I hope we get a, a, just a 45 (laughs) second short of Toto pulling up on Cad Bane as he lays there dying going, oh no, oh no, Cad, how can I help you? Please let me save you. And then Cad pulls out a gun, shoots his ass and then shoots himself.
1: Wow, yes. Disney is yes. definitely doing that. I've never been more on board with a prediction you've made.
0: It will be animated by Studio Ghibli.
1: <laughs> okay, Here wow. For it. Here you know, for I guess it. I'm I'm kind of out there. You know, I, I really just want to believe that everyone who's dead isn't because it just makes it so much more interesting, right? And right, it's way like more fun. Um, but I I really hope that this guy is just dead, and th- the reason I hope he's dead is because I want characters that can just pop up like this. And die, you know. Like I want just wacky characters like this all the time because it's Star Wars, and you can and you can do that. So, um. yeah,
0: no, I'm one hundred percent with you. I'm one hundred percent with you. Yeah, I I never want you to feel like I'm trying to dim your light, bro. No, nah, nah, you keep shining. Yeah. You shine like a fucking diamond out here, bro. Uh, <laughs> be on your Rihanna shit, but uh mm-hmm. let's uh, how many how many more favorites do we have? I know I've done favorite performance and character, and Katie Sackoff and grogu uh my line was uh uh did you think your dad was the only mandalorian uh what about you guys i don't think i've said my scene but
2: i haven't done any you go ahead you
0: start you kick this shit off
2: yeah um my line was um where is it sorry oh uh it was Bo Katan, she says your kid he's tougher than he looks and he's quite the navigator um, kind of along the same lines of Colton, where it's like, uh, did you think your dad like your kid? Um, because like I'm sure yeah. that made Din smile for a minute. And then also, I love the fact that like he's been trying to teach him the importance of like literally mm-hmm. just about anything in these episodes. But he had specifically this episode been talking about Mandalorians
0: like. Mandalorians have to be able to read maps really good.
2: Yeah, because like if we can
0: read maps, we lost. know the places to go to.
2: You're never yeah, most. No. Yeah, he's kind of dumbing it down there. But anyway, yeah, that, that lesson that he gave Grogu and then, like, hearing that immediately in, like, the same episode was just, like, I'm sure that was a really, like, big, like, uh, um... Proud dad uh, moment. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's exactly the word I was looking for. That's um, why I really I need, like that.
0: I don't even need Pedro Pascal to be able to take that fucking helmet off just so I can see him get emotional. I, I just want to see Den smile, man. That's all. That's all. Just I want to cut be, out. I want yeah, to see him like a, smiling, you know?
1: Just have like his helmet end and only show his mouth. So that you <laughs> you know, we just like see when he smiles or is frowning or something. I don't know. The inverse mask. Um. Yeah, so right.
0: Can... Cover everything but your mouth.
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh, no, but, I di- but, I dig it though. That's a, that was a good choice for a line. Uh, be- exact same vein as mine, of course. So of course I'm digging it, but, uh, yeah, I of love the that character. Trick. I what, went Grogu to. I wanted yeah. to go
2: Bo Katan, yeah. but I couldn't. Like, so many good little moments for Grogu in this. I just, you can't not. You and um, me, same. But naturally, to swing back to that, I didn't think there was any other performance that stole the show quite like Katie Sackhoff. So I guess I'm kind of just copping the train here.
0: No, uh, no. But that's You're, just what, it's it, was. Just that's just what yeah. it was. That's
2: just the choice.
3: That's just what it was. That's
1: just what it was. Every That's, once um, in a while
0: there's an episode where the choice is so obvious you have no choice but to go with it. Like it's just and this that was what this was this week. And I think that if if Grogu hadn't had his own little solo adventure, I definitely would have gone with Bo Katan for my character. But because Grogu gets to do all this shit on his own, I'm automatic like we haven't seen him do shit like this. It's fucking awesome. I love it, you know? So like uh I'm one hundred percent with you. It would have been Bo Katan if Grogu didn't do the shit he did. But Grogu's Grogu. So I'm a fuck with yep. Grogu.
2: But Man. performance-wise, like I said, Katie Sackhoff, she killed that. Like, ooh, girl, you best. killed that. Uh, I'll, take, I'll take, I'll take the
1: bullet. Okay, I'll take the bullet, and I'll change. I won't give the obvious choices because it is Grogu and Bo-Katan, or Katie Sackhoff for this episode. Um, but I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give my boy R5 love, and I, am I'm, I'm not lying. I'm choosing him. I'm for real doing it because this is the start. This is his first mission and he knows that he's capable now. He's not gonna be he's still gonna be a little anxious, still a little rickety. He's gonna he's gonna shake a little. But he's he's
2: definitely getting the axe as soon as he finds that fucking chip. Soon as that... so one
0: my favorite idea, my favorite theory for R five is that Din flies back to Tatooine and goes, This droid's a piece of shit, keep him.
1: No. If that happens I'm I'm gonna die if they have it no I'm going to die I'm going to no, die I don't
0: no. well that's the thing we've still got the IG11 thing in the background you think he's not going to immediately trade that in
1: Droid family it's better to have multiple droids than just you know that the astromech fair, he can just stay in fair. the ship whatever he just stays there and then whenever he needs come out bd1 he could just hop in grogu's little thing you know where is ig11
2: gonna be? fucking sit in that uh, cargo. in the cargo i
1: don't is there yeah fuck,
2: is is it know. in the cargo where
0: so basically cargo? what we're gonna do is we're gonna get ig11 his own propulsion system he doesn't yep. need to breathe you know he can just fly
1: he just attaches onto the outside of the ship yeah somewhere exactly. he's just guns he's a he's a, a, a turret actually uh, i like that i like um, that weapon system yeah there you go um, they're flying so, through
0: hyperspace and he sees the pergil he's like enemy approaching it's gonna be just like it's gonna be just like
2: it's gonna be just like when drax is hanging out the back of the fucking milano <laughs> it's gonna be just it's
0: like gonna that.
1: no it's gonna be he's gonna be the ship He's not oh, going to be able to be He's going to upload his
0: consciousness into it, like L3 and Solo? Yeah,
1: he's not going to be able to be saved, or he's going to sacrifice himself again or something. I don't know. It, ooh, I don't know. I
0: guess, or yeah, he's I don't know know about I, I forgot about And then
2: dive bomb straight into the fucking ground.
1: But I guess, <laughs> whenever I was going through all these screenshots, on Navarro, whenever we get to Navarro, there's an astromech in the background, and, I mean, it looks exactly like R5, and... It sees Den and Grogu and then it like gets scared, turns, and then goes the other direction. Pelly's Pelly spying on Yes, her. literally I actually no. like no, I know. But if that's <laughs> if that is R five, that's what that means. If that is R five, she just wants to keep tabs on Grogu.
0: Hmm. Where's my I'm little not... guy? She knows. She knows. She's Stop acting dude. like you don't know. Exactly.
1: But dude, I don't know. Like it was R, like it had his the only thing it didn't show was his, like, where the oil was spilled in the back. That, that's, like, the very specific thing to R5 where, like, the one mm. thing blew and, like, there's oil. It didn't show that on Navarro. It didn't show – like, there was – so, like, there's no way to know for sure if it's R5. But, I mean, it was
0: the – I'm pretty sure ever. there's a
1: way to know for sure. I don't know, man. dude. It looked it's it looked like R five. Sure. It it's looked to, like R five, and he did a little shake. He did a little shake and turned the other way when he saw Din and Grogu. I don't know. I'm going crazy. I think I think, no, I think oh, John Favreau yeah, hey. and Pelone are just making me go crazy. They're they're you really these-
2: need to go look at that meme that I sent you on Twitter.
1: I know. And just I know. I'm doing it. Look. See. I know. I no, know. the, the
0: uh, <laughs> my favorite thing. I, I what I love uh, about your theories is that you have the idea that they pay attention to like every little fucking detail
1: about the show they do it's Dave Filoni
0: it's have you heard them talk in interviews no okay they have completely different answers for things
1: but big things that need to have like I guess big things that need to happen over the span of a long time they do put in little things very early you oh, know like, think, little like a, a little early on like pre eyeball in a
0: little drawer. exactly okay, it all comes Ex- full circle
1: exactly yes i'm not but... i'm crazy i fully admit it i'm not fully lost yet um odin almost got me there i will fully o-
0: admit o- odin was close i think odin. we started down this path when haywood was potentially ultron that that's was the, when it
1: that's really the began. turning point that is the turning point right there that i did go a little crazy. that
0: was an electric Ever
2: time to then, be a uh, part of this podcast you still, still don't know
1: we still don't know still don't know so we don't we, we don't know what the fuck don't. white vision's been up to so uh, uh okay. no oh, but uh
0: just. i think do we have nothing but scenes left favorite scenes i don't think any of us have given those out
1: Mm-hmm. I think that is it, yeah. Oh, I guess... Is moment uh, and scene R5 different? For,
2: is moment and scene different, or am I... Or is... shot,
1: I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: shot, like a specific,
2: yeah. like, moment still frame, shot, I guess. So, yeah. If we are
1: doing that, I don't know if we want to.
0: Yeah, no, I forgot. For yeah, shot's Shots a part of this.
1: But, uh... But I guess... It, the scene was hard to just not go with... The, the end. end. Yeah. You know? Like, how do you not... Like, this, the, the mythos... Like, the baptism... It was from...
0: Like, like for me, it was from know, the moment they... Entered the mine until yeah. the episode yep. ended.
1: Yeah. And... Yeah,
2: um with that mine I just said in my notes favorite moment was the whole living water scene. Um yeah. just Din like reciting the yeah. thing and like slowly walking towards like the score building and, and Bo Katan jetting through the water. How fucking deep is that shit? God damn, man, can you talk about that? I guess did deep enough to hold a
1: fucking mythosaur, but did, I mean shit. Did fall. Did, did the mythosaur pull him down, or did he just fall? No, he, he definitely, definitely was just walking just got, on
2: the ground, and fell. then there was no more ground all yeah, of a sudden, and he yeah. happens was, to be wearing, like,
1: a hundred pounds of
2: fucking metal. That do you know the funny. awesome,
1: <laughs> weird connection that is, like, the Last of Us episode when he jumps in the mall and then lands as Joel pedro pascal like in the mall when it's flooded and ellie's like how was i supposed to know that you weren't just gonna fall oh yeah and then now he just assumes that there's gonna be a floor in the living waters of like the core of a planet and like he's in heavy ass armor where he would die if he does fall so like it would be the one i don't know he was he was just
0: bro takes his jetpack off at the most inconvenient times that's the one Uh. thing
1: you need right now you know like yeah that's uh but Bro, this
0: man oh like i know like there was that part in the tragedy season two episode six where like boba fett's like set your fucking jet pack down sh- set everything down put your weapons down and we'll talk this through and he does and then he decides not to pick it back up whenever grogu's about to be attacked or like taken so like mm-hmm. man, d- just keep your jet pack on just from now on you should do yeah. that
1: he should learn. Yeah, he. then he needs to start learning his lessons. You right, know, Learn from from his mistakes. But I guess you know who always
2: learns his lessons from his mistakes. Who? Iron man. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I no. I'm just making a play on the no, right, stupid though. ass tweets that always
1: get put out there. that like, Look at this Tone's man, Tony Stark it was Mark 45, <laughs> and he the, he from this little thing that he learned and he implemented it in his suit. I, I it's mean, like, I, I kind of cool, just, but.
0: No, it is. It is kind of corny because like, like it's, a, it's, a, it's like a Twitter trope played, and everyone thinks they're yeah. making an original take whenever yeah, we've it, seen it sixty fucking times.
2: Yeah, it's like a Twitter trope. I just thought it was. Yeah. I didn't. I can guess. you so believe
0: X Men killed the only character that can't die? You seen that one? Yeah, that's a yeah. popular one. Oh no, yeah, um, it's another one, another big one. But uh
1: you said something interesting earlier about like the Mythosar waking up because the right ruler was there. Yes.
0: He looks and at then Boca turning and Din, away.
1: It's Grogu. He senses Grogu. Grogu's the real ruler because he mm-hmm. he sees Bokatan and Din and just argument the turns away.
0: Argument? He wakes up for Din, sees Bokatan and dips.
1: But Din's still there. He's just unconscious, I guess. Um or looking di- like he, Bo- he, it's Bokatan and Din, you know. So like if it's still Din, I guess he's probably expecting Din to come down there on his jetpack and speak with him or something. Because I guess if fucking, what does that mean to tame a a mythos? You know, is it just a beast that is just down there like a rancor for like Jabba, or is it like a smart like does it have its own consciousness? Like
2: I imagine taming it as in the sense of almost like you know how like you've seen like many times like Jedi interact with like animals or creatures and it's just like that touch and all of a sudden it's like yeah
1: i guess it makes sense that he would be the one to do it because he was the only mandalorian jedi so he could actually have that force connection and now that Gro, i don't know i feel like it's grogu uh
0: well they actually they actually say it's not tar Vizla who does it it is Man- it it is mandalore like it is the first oh. it is that guy um Oh. Which is what makes me think it is very possible for it to wake up in the presence of someone it knows it will bond with. Not like, it's it doesn't have to be some force connection thing. It's like, oh shit, this is someone who I'm supposed okay. to bond with.
3: If yeah, and
2: I wasn't implying with, that it was like a force now, connection. But I wasn't implying, you. I was just meaning like that method of like that. That's kind of like the concept behind the taming is my imagine. Is like with you. Similar in that vein.
1: Oh, I guess I could see it, like, because I guess if he wakes up in the presence of the real, you know, maybe it's just he doesn't know that he wakes up in the presence of a real, true leader. You know, the Mythosar doesn't know that. He's just waking up. You know, he doesn't know that Din just fell down sort of thing, maybe. So, like, because I guess in my head I'm like, well, if he's waking up, why doesn't he go down there and save Din, you know, sort of thing? Why would he let Din drown? Um Nah, I don't know. I guess... Because I see... I'd really like... Like, Din... It'd be nice if Din tames the Mythosaur and he rides it out of there. And he can put that signet on his other shoulder. Or remove the other one and have... I don't know if he has both of them, whatever. I would... I kind of want Bo-Katan to have the Mythosaur So that she... I guess it makes more sense if he's like the World Between Worlds and Din. Like, it makes just way more sense if it's Din. But like... I want both of them to have something mm. to rule with. And if Den already has the Darksaber, Bo-Katan doesn't need to fight him for it to win it. If she just gets the Mythosar, they both have the two things that Mandalorians hold absolutely holy. And if they're married, then, like, holy fuck, the un- like it just unifies everybody. Like, yeah, it no. just makes sense, you know? I dig
0: like, it, I dig um, that. I dig the idea. Of, but the uh, thing that leaves favorite shot for us here, right?
1: indeed um and i guess guess there was was, is yours still down there though like yours is of Mm. it's it's hard for me not to choose like did walking into the water like and boat in the background
2: mine Uh, is actually earlier it's not even on mandalore but my favorite shot was probably any still grab screen grab of anything when They're flying in or out of Tatooine and all the fireworks and, like, Mm. things are going on and you can see it in the glass and you can see Grogu, like, just mystified by it all. I thought that was a really well done shot. There was also another one that I thought deserves some credit was when Din kind of first gets into the, like, underground portion of Mandalore and all of the, like, greenish color is kind of glinting off of his armor. (gasps) It oh, looks yeah. fantastic. I really yes. like that. But I really like the Boonta scenes, like where Grogu's just kind of looking out, and like you can see, like Grogu's the focus, but all of the like stuff happening behind and around mm. and stuff yeah. reflecting is like so super
0: that. cool. It was so pretty. It was so pretty. to Eve
2: captures the essence of of Grogu's like impressionability and like just his. He's a child. He's whatever. a sponge, he's yeah, um, taking everything yeah. in. You know, exactly. taking everything
1: in. Um, but I think I, I I was like my initial thought was like, yeah, I'm gonna go with whenever it's Din and Grogu in the background and Bo Katan, and he's walking in the waters. It's like, I mean, I, the framing was perfect. Everything was nice. But my actual shot is um whenever they're Din and Grogu are flying over Mandalore and he's kind of giving him his lesson, I think. I think is actually what's happening in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um and it's whenever Din kind of points out the window and there he's like that's my home, Concordia. He's like that's where I grew up. And he kind of points in there Grogu has his like his little hand on the like the ledge of the ship and he's like looking out the window and Din's like right behind him. I don't know, it's just I love just like in the sh- the ship shots, the cockpit shots.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, they're just I, I love that he's not in the other thing all the time, that they're together and you know, just looking out together, sort of thing. Me so too. That,
0: That's what I really love about him getting like an R five unit. Like uh mm-hmm. Grogu has no choice but to sit on his lap the entire time. Like I love that. That's so fucking cute. Uh my shot is when uh Grogu returns to Mandalore with Bo Katan and they both stop at the top of uh at the top of the cliff looking out over Sandari. Uh and it's like a view of them from the back. It was just it was just really cool to see Bo Katan return here uh to a place that meant so much to her. And I really think it's interesting how much like selective uh selective narrative she'll tell then Um mm. she she was disillusioned with Mandalore far before anything happened. You know? Like she she was a part of the Death Watch the children of the Watch spun out from that, and therein, the faction she followed is kind of the reason Din's the way he is. You know, like, that's uh, pretty damning. Yeah, uh, that's
1: true. Yeah, I don't, she, like, I guess, whenever she was fighting against the Ak- Aklomites,
0: Alomites
1: Alamite. did she know that, like, she fought against them very well, and it seemed like she's done it before. Was it... Did she actually know about them? Because she says like they sur- oh I can't believe like they survived or I guess they survived through the the bombings or whatever. So she didn't know that they were there, but she knew how to deal with them, I guess. So like well she- it seemed
0: they seemed to imply that those creatures existed they were just on Mandalore
1: in the mines before. Yeah, like, okay. Uh, because I guess the green glow. Do they always have that green glow, or is that because like it looks like they're like their weapons are all made out of the glass from the, the things and the, the lizard dragon things are glowing green too, you know, like, I didn't know if maybe they were could... just
0: like able to withstand whatever radiation mm. kind of happened as a result of this. Like maybe mm. that's kind of what happened. Um, no, I like that though. I like that though. Yeah. I just, I just love seeing her return to Sundari and it's like mm. just oh, yeah. rare that we see Grogu rolling with someone who's not Din. And we yeah. got it with Luke for a little bit, but then it's not Luke; it's it's fucking katan which is just kind of cool. I love that. Um, I really I just really enjoyed that shot, but I believe that leaves nothing but a rating for this episode. Um,
1: that would be it, yeah. And
0: I gotta tell you, pretty sure, pretty sure I am with ten in a couple categories here. Oh yeah. Um, I mean,
1: I guess for me, I am only thinking of critically where I'm at, where I'm not a 10.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm a 10 in enjoyment and uh, genre. Like, It's just 10 out of 10 Star Wars, and I was glued to the screen watching it, so it's it's 10 out of 10 enjoyment and genre for me. Man, like, everything was in this episode. Is it just
2: me, or does it feel like the, like, I don't know, just cinematography and just kind of, like, execution of the show itself seems like on a Not as good. A little bit different. No, I was gonna say like a little bit better of like different of I a think scale. Like they're have, streamlined be, like, now. I'm sorry, but like seeing like that fucking seeing shithead cockroach Dave and fucking like just the look of him and all of that stuff is just like seems so extremely well done to me. I think Maybe it's I'm the involved. volume. Maybe like I'm alone in the volume as, now.
3: As,
1: but like, like it looks fantastic why well, I'm, I'm curious on why you think it looks worse now Colton. I think
0: uh, for me uh it's there's something about it that doesn't feel as thoughtful. I think the special effects to what he was okay. speaking to are better i I th- okay. I don't think I don't I think literally Sundari and all this I don't think that can look better. I think the visual effects are brilliant. I think so literally like shot composition and, and the art, the artfulness of the first couple I seasons, can. that's kind of what the show has lost in the first two for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it does feel a little bit more run of the mill through these first two episodes. Um, like, cause what I've found myself, whenever we pick like favorite shots, typically there's, I, I've had a tough time the first two episodes here where I'm like, there's nothing that's really standing out to me as like, wow, that mm. was a really good fucking shot. I've ended up settling on stuff that I was like, yeah, that was cool. That was solid. I see, Uh I'm not floored by anything. And uh that's that, that that like like Kyler was saying, I don't disagree that it's not well done. Like it clearly is. The special effects are fucking brilliant. The acting's been stellar. uh, And I think the direction has been on point. But as far as like cinematography is concerned, I think it's just looked a little worse from that standpoint. Okay. Um yeah, I, I think they've little also little. lost a few of the key like uh there was a guy who worked on a few episodes through the first two seasons named Greg Frazier. He was a cinematographer for multiple episodes. Um and that's the guy who did uh The Batman and all all sorts of great fucking TV uh, all sorts of great movies and TV shows that are like oh the cinematography in those is fucking incredible you know um and he's not a part of the show anymore Greg Frazier. and uh, that's something that kind of stands out to me uh through some of the through some of the work is that just some stuff's not hitting as hard as it used to for my money
1: I think right now cuz I agree with you in seeing that it, it could look artfully worse but as far as like the the VFX and that side goes of just like the behind the scenes and everything, like they yeah, are it no holy shit. They're the not volume
0: is part. being used better this season yeah. than it did than they it was last They know how season.
1: to use it now. like they yeah. are I think that's why John Favreau is saying that like this could be a show that could go on forever because the vol like once you get the volume set up and you have all those environments built in VR. They have Navarro built completely. Like, if they wanted to, they could release, like, a Battlefront 2 video game map of Navarro right now, if they wanted to. Like, that that's the detail they have it mapped out in. And they have it full 3D space, everything. So, what they have to do for the volume. And, like, once you have everything set up, you can just pop in in a location that you want to film in. If, like, it's... You don't have to pay $50 million, or you know, for uh, set in all these lights and a blue or whatever. It's just the vault. Vo- I don't know. The volume allows for so much more. Um, but at the same time that convenience, a lot of times the art is lost with that convenience. Mm. Uh, so it makes perfect sense that the VFX well, is it, it, top. There's tier, a couple
0: key but... examples in the MCU. The, the examples in the MCU that have used the volume have been extremely lackluster, love and thunder and quantum They both use the volume. Oh uh, wow.
1: That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right.
0: Um they they both use the volume. And that like I think the volume's being used fucking incredibly. And I don't wanna you know, like Greg Frazier, he only did a yeah. few episodes, but it's just a small example. Like that dude did Dune, Rogue One, uh oh. multiple episodes of The Mandalorian, The Batman. Mm-hmm. Like this man's done some very good looking movies, uh and it's just uh just not it's just not hitting the same. Just not hitting the same so far as far as shot composition is concerned. I will say it's still extremely well done. I'm not... I don't have any beef with it. Um, I will say this episode looked a lot better than the first episode for my money, though. uh, Of the season, anyway. Oh, Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, we gave last episode a 7, critically. And I'm... I don't think I was really anywhere near a 7 for this episode. But... Like there are some things that like I'm just confused on story wise that I don't know if I'm missing something but how Bo-Katan is so like let's get let's let's get rid of him once and for all and she goes outside and she's like I thought I made it all right if I wasn't clear last time I want to be left alone mm. sort of like she didn't really give that I guess maybe she gave the vibe that she wanted to be left alone a little bit And maybe she's just saying that, like she's lying to herself, and she doesn't actually believe in that sort of thing. I don't know.
0: No, I think uh, I think it's fair. I think that I think that she does want to be left alone. I think that, uh, but she didn't say never come back here. Yeah, you know, she wasn't as explicit as that.
1: Told him go to the center of Sundari. That's where you'll find the caves. And and then he was like, "All right, cool. I'll return whenever the planet isn't toxic and all." I'll do exactly what I said. See you later, bo Tin. And she goes, goodbye, Din Djarin. So you leave, and you're like, I don't know, you're not left with the idea that... Well, I'm there. never
0: welcome here again. Yeah, well, but no, like,
1: I'm... so I guess that, that was like my only gripe story-wise of the show, I guess. But I could just be, I don't know, maybe there's part of, maybe that show's... Bo-Katan's true intentions you know like we're talking that they're going to be together and everything but she could take she could spin this and for her advantage and Din is very weak right now she could take advantage of the situation and try to rule now you know like I don't know like we're kind of taking that they're going to work together for granted I think but who knows where Bo-Katan's going to take it maybe that's that scene is showing that like she does want to get rid of Din that's her that is her goal to take Mandalore back to get rid of Din because she needs the dark saber back if she wants to get her followers back, unless she gets the mythosaur and then that's how she gets everyone back. I don't know. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's, so, not, there's
0: like like. It's rare that I'm left in a place where I, they really can take it anywhere. Like they're they're in a really good place to go, kind of any direction, and I'm not really anticipating it right now. Because now we're officially to a point where there's not a thing in that trailer that hasn't been shown. Yeah. That was it's the first two episodes right. in the trailer.
1: You were right, yeah, like spot
0: on about that, <laughs> yeah, huh, there's nothing so, left, nothing yeah, left that we haven't everything. seen, as far as I can remember,
1: wow, yeah, i don't I guess I'm just blanking on what else is in the trailer, but it, like Rogue pushing out the I, I already forgot again, uh. Like, seeing Sundari, like, the ruins of Sundari was mm-hmm. in the trailer. We saw that. Um,
0: uh, may the force be with you, Valley on Tatooine.
1: That Mando said in the trailer, we've already heard mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, like, yeah, wow. You, I don't think there's really anything. Oh, and that's, like,
0: that's part of what makes me go. The marketing, it's Ben Din versus Bo-Katan. But is that just kind of misleading? Like, is that just like they're steering us in a direction so that we tune in and Mm -hmm. then they kind of go a different direction with it? Like, I could absolutely see that because I think we're pretty much all caught up. We haven't seen the flashback, obviously, to whatever moment that is. Uh,
1: That'd be the the thing left. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I guess. But other than that, I mean, we've yeah on Navarro and there's there's fucking R5 in the trailer. Okay, if R5 was in the trailer, people would have known if he was in the trailer. People would have known it was R five.
0: I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad we can finally dismiss this theory.
1: Like, there's no way that's R five. But like, what the, what the fuck? It like, I mean, it like, what? I anyway, mean, it is 100%. completely,
0: completely ludicrous to think that there could be two of the same make and model of a droid out there.
1: Not, no, it is. She sent. I don't know. It's the. It it is R five. The same R five. And Pelly's got some more going on, dude. Okay, I, I'm moving on. But uh, the, that the only thing, at least scrubbing the trailer that we haven't seen would be, yeah. I mean, everything else. Oh, who's this guy? Uh, uh. The oh shoot, there's a there's a guy, an actor that we haven't seen yet. Uh, and he's wearing like a orange fire lo- something on his thing. Oh man, what is? I don't know who that guy is. Um, hmm. But I guess that'd be the only other thing. There's this one dude that's kind of in like an orangish uniform. And then the the shot in the temple would be the only thing, so. But, yeah. I guess we got everything else covered, though. Uh, hmm. yeah, I don't know who that guy is, though, man. I, I know, I'm trying to look at the cast, but. Can't find them.
0: Uh, No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm, but regardless, most, almost the entire trailer has hmm. been shown so far. Um, But we need to steer back around to the critical rating here. We got kind of sidetracked. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) I'm. My floor for this one is an eight. I think it is a full point better than the premiere. Okay, at least.
1: and I guess what else that's, does it that's not a minimum do? what does it not do good other than the artfulness of the shots and stuff like that like' cause the story was very riveting, and I was on the story edge of- was
0: strong, it kept me it kept me in it it was uh I don't know uh this isn't necessarily the actor's fault or a director's fault. It's just kind of it's just kind of the way Star Wars is and has been. Mm. Um there's some line deliveries every once in a while that I just can't like I'm just like, Yeah, nah,
1: man. I know. Like I yeah. know.
0: Like that's just that's the only thing. But like that's the thing though, is that it's it's come from Star Wars. Like that's just how Star Wars is a lot of the time. So like I can't I can't say that it's it's a trait of the thing I'm watching. It's not a it's not a mm. It's not a critique. It's 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 something that this franchise does. So it's not like I can I can be like, well, that's bad. Now they're trying to do that. It's not like it's it's not necessarily a negative. Is is what I'm saying. I um, think
1: eight might just be it. Like actually, I don't think yeah. I might. I don't know. I don't know if it actually
0: because well, this, I, an, this an, is
1: episode two. And like
0: an important yeah. thing for me when rating this is rating it as a television show. Not just uh, mm, not okay. just a Star Wars television show, um, and if we want to rate it as a television show, what what were some of our Andor ratings? What are some of our Game of Thrones ratings? You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, how's Andor,
0: this comp- how's this stacking up there?
1: Andor, I mean, nine seven fives, nine five ten. We had a few eight fives, eight eight for Andor. Okay, uh,
0: I could go. I could see me going up to eight five.
1: Okay, yeah. Game of Thrones. Let's see. We're most near season two. It started off with nine eight five nine eight. Maybe it's like a eight two
0: five.
1: Yeah, I think it does deserve that little bump. Actually,
0: all a right, little. a little bump above a eight. How you feeling about that, Kyler?
1: Yeah, I would say, like,
2: I was sitting right around eight to eight and a half. I don't think it's quite a nine. Like I said, I'm trying to, like, keep the, like, frame, like, to where this will make sense even, like, after we get the rest of the season and the episodes Mm -hmm. that go above this. Like, I'm trying to keep it in line. As best I can, but it's just impossible because like it's just no way. And no it's so good. It's come. so fun. Yeah, but I yeah I think eight like eight to five anywhere eight to eight five is good to me. Like I think that's pretty right on par. Like I think it's definitely like especially when you talk about like being a whole like point better than the last episode. I definitely understand that. Also saw something today, Colton, that you made mention or you commented on on Twitter. Somebody had this as a five critically. I think it was IGN. What of a, what? A, what a, the fuck are we talking about
1: five out of ten
0: yeah yeah no uh there are a lot of complaints about how dark this episode is and that's all
1: oh um, that. Oh, that's right yeah like okay and,
2: and
0: i think that's sorry like, we're not
2: on tatooine where there's fucking just two suns all the fucking time
0: oh and also there's only like if you have a a, a tv from the last five years episode looks just fine i don't know what the fuck y'all what the fuck anyone's you, you got to be watching on your phone fu- because i watched it on my phone at work and objectively yeah it's dark as fuck but i'm watching it on my six inch phone you know what i'm saying like i'm not watching it on a fucking tv um that was that was what i quote tweeted it with i said strongly recommend watching it on a tv on a television hope this helps mm-hmm. uh that that was my quote tweet
1: uh and it's kind of supposed to be dark like it's not yeah, a very yeah. happy Time right now, you know like it's not super gloomy and happy, you know yeah, like there's the,
0: a difference between no. being poorly lit and yeah. like this is not a poorly lit episode by any means, uh, they're in the volume most of
1: the time, it's lit exactly how they want it to be, lit exactly most of the time, like so, um but yeah,, yeah. if we do go eight two five it's a nine four two average, and i I like. W- This is kind of an all-time episode, like when it comes to Mandalorian, and like that, like that does make sense. Like, I'm like maybe that's a little high, but I'm like thinking critically. Well, and that's the
0: thing is that like we incorporate that's what makes it it ours is our enjoyment and our genre rating makes that extremely important, and uh, that's that's heavily weighing in there. And uh, because I'm for sure, I'm for sure a 10 enjoyment on this one.
2: Well, and here's the thing too, like you got to figure this too. This is the first time we've seen Mandalorian live action. Like, how, what weight does that hold to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, naturally, I would say we're all in agreement. That's quite a lot. You know? I mean, shit. Last time we were in Mandalore and Star Wars culture was fucking the Clone Wars. And those were some yeah. of the best episodes of the Clone Wars. Those well. were some of my favorite yeah. episodes of the Clone Wars, too. So, I mean, I think that this is probably, I think this is probably pretty good. Pretty, pretty, uh, on, on point.
0: Pretty fucking beautiful for me. I had a great fucking time. Uh no good time poodoo. Uh not Poodoo. A, this is not, not
1: poodoo. Yeah. This was good poodoo. Good poodoo episode. Good poodoo.
0: Good poodoo. Bad baby. No squeezy. <laughs> uh No, yeah, man. I I I really enjoyed the episode, but uh, it's shaking out to a 994. That sounds about right for me as far as Mandalorian episodes are concerned. I think that makes sense. It is it, it would be it'd be in that higher range, you know, it's it's damn good. Uh and it was a lot of fun to watch. We got any last thoughts, predictions, anything in that realm?
1: Um, um is the eyeball guy, Holt just hold on to it now and
2: yeah, yeah uh r5 is probably like the big piece to the uh, puzzle here um i think he has been a sleeper agent this whole time thank first. you for filling my ego
1: i appreciate it no I, uh like, i don't know i I, I try
2: movie? like i said i i try to think of like a prediction or something i really don't know like I, it's pretty tough like it's what mm. are we do we get is this is it 10 episodes is that it or is Eight. It, eight. I like, eight. Oh fuck. Mm. Yep. yeah we're already yeah. I mean, like, shit,
0: the way through
2: yeah i mean like shit's gonna get get real quick you know it already
0: has that's what's crazy
2: well no i know but like i don't see it's just hard like i don't have like a good like base to
0: jump off where of the, the hell like, are we gonna go
2: yeah, like if it's it, already and gone, see, it's XR, to...
1: whoa
0: like Cole, yeah. you did a good... previous... oh go ahead sorry
2: i was just gonna say you did a good job earlier kind of bringing up that like they've done a good job of like kind of setting themselves up in this way and like that's exactly like you'll see some shows that kind of like back themselves into a corner like you can tell there's really only like one route out of this storyline or something where it's like it's not quite like predictable Mm -hmm. but you can almost like you just kind of you can tell the direction a little Mm -hmm. bit like a a vague sense of like what's to come Mm -hmm. and like i don't i don't really have that like
1: yeah, yeah, man. Like, have I'm thinking like where a show's going to go, but you'll watch it because you want to see how it gets there. But hmm. here, I'm like, I don't know where it could go. It could go five different ways, but I want to see how it gets there each way. So, like, yeah,
0: exactly. I want to see all the possibilities, man. Like, uh I'm thinking about previous season episode twos. You know, like season one episode two is the first time we watch Grogu use the Force, which is pretty important. Uh That's the first time we see him lift the mud horn and stuff. Season two, episode two, that's the passenger. That's the one where they go on the fun little excursion with Frog Lady. They get trapped in the ice and stuff. Uh, oh, this, you is mean this, this is a different,
2: this is a different, like, amazing piece of, of, uh, of yes, artistry came
0: from. Literally, I'm, I'm going to have computer, that.
2: I, I am going to have that forever. If anything stands the test of time in my room right now as it sits, it will be that.
0: Shooks. <laughs> shucks. Good poodoo. Uh, but, uh, no, like it, as far as like uh, storytelling moments did have, have we gotten anything on this level this early in a season we
1: got a fucking well like we got like, like i don't what know what we
0: thought was one of the premier missions of the season we to go to with Mandalore like, and an redeem alley. himself
1: like it's not was thinking, the
0: second episode
1: I like I really thought for some reason like we just took Din riding out on a Mythosar for granted like just it being the big thing like I was like yeah that's a season finale event like for sure oh here he is right now he's awake
0: or yeah, kind as of- soon as Bokatan started talking about it I was like we're gonna fucking do this aren't we you know like I was like we're gonna fucking see it now right. And we we did. They're teasing it. You know, they're doing
1: good to not show the whole thing and show the whole body at once. You know, they just Mm. gave you the little, to give you the big scale of it. You know, that thing's huge.
0: Well, Um, not only is this the first time we're seeing a live-action Mythosaur, we haven't seen a Mythosaur, period.
1: You're right. Yeah, we've only seen the logo. We've That's all.
0: Yeah, That's it.
1: it. So, you're right. Yeah, this is, I don't know. When I was watching this, I... I didn't stay up till two a.m. So I was it was in the morning for me. But I was like, "Oh my god, like this fucking night, Day,
0: yeah. I had a great fucking night. I I went. I was like midnight, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not that tired. Um I might as well just stay up at this point." So I played Battlefront two, just a big old Star Wars night for me from nice. from midnight to one a.m. And then at one a.m. I was like mm, getting tired of this. I'm gonna catch up on the Star Wars comics I've had. So like I I, I read like Star I Wars: The High Republic, Nameless Terror number one. Star Wars: The High Republic, Blade Number Three, Star Wars: Hidden Empire Number Ooh. Four, and I was just like, "Let me kill another hour, right quick." It was yeah. it was a great fucking.
1: Movie. Every is that
0: where you've tweeted
2: the 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 thing about like getting somebody's head crushed with their thighs or something. Different.
0: There's a new book <laughs> out right now. The Jedi, the Jedi Fallen Order spinoff book is out right now, and I can talk on that for a couple seconds here since we're at, we're near the end here. But uh, it's uh, it's really fucking good. There's, it, you remember Marin. The, uh, night sister that they pick up from Dathomir, the witch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. she is based, like, I thought the main character would be Cal. Marin is much more the main character. And she has a, uh, she has a romance, she has a romance in this book where, like, the first time she lays eyes on this chick, uh, this chick's, like, kinda, she's got that She-Hulk body going on. She's kinda jacked. And like uh she's kind of she's got big old shoulders and big old thighs. she's like admiring her entire body, and there's like like this is the sauciest romance novel the Star Wars Canon has in its bag right now, like I'm like, yo, it's pretty explicit that these two people wanna fuck um <laughs> wow, and uh. But the, one of the things she says is like, she like, she's like looking over her entire body. She admires her like throat and she likes, her, she loves her hands. And then she like works her way down to her, her thighs that feel they're like they're so they're, yeah, yeah. They're so big. They're so big that they feel like she feels like they could just crush her head. And, uh, and I was like, I was like, yo, that, that's, there's only one thing that means what you're thinking about doing at this point in time. Uh,
1: uh, that is pretty saucy for Star Wars. I don't think we'll get that saucy with with Den and, and Bo if they get there. You know, I think it just a just a I'd helmet removal it. and a kiss. You know, is I would
0: is love it. Um, no, but uh, okay. yeah, I Their tweeted. Helmets, she, I just... tweeted. She just like me. She just like me for real.
1: <laughs> uh, now, my 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 one last prediction is Bo Katan will be the one to remove Den's helmet. Um, And and he will be finally okay with it, with him removing the helmet, but he's not quite there yet, so he can't do it himself, so Bo-Katan has to be the one to finally do it, and she's the one that looks upon his face, and then they just see each other, and she sees him, and they're like, oh my god, you're Pedro Pascal, you're so hot, and then I fuck That's
0: (laughs) Kissy good poodoo. No, I, uh... I do, I, I like, I love the idea of a Din and Bo romance. I'm never going to believe a romance for Den is possible until it unfolds, um, until mm. he gives in, until he's done with the way, because you can't have a romance unless you're willing to show your fucking face.
1: Kind of like a can't. Jedi thing. It is kind of like a, like uh, Jedi in the way that they can't love. Like it's a rule for Jedi they can't love. It's almost just like if you're a Mandalorian and you're part, just like implied. part of the way, it's just implied that, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not really fucking. Well, with
0: and this is what I'm curious about at what point does he start considering how much he doesn't want grogu to live that life as a means to how he feels about it yeah. you know like is there a point whenever he goes oh god i don't want grogu to cover his face for the rest of his life oh god i don't want i like i don't want that i don't want that for him so why yeah. should i want that for me you know like is is that ever in the cards Ooh. for him
1: whoa didn't think about it. i don't know this this show could get very Like that deep. I just, I don't, like, are they going there? You know, like, is that what they're building towards? It seems like it. Well,
0: there's just a few things that are just, uh, they're glare. They're, if they don't address them or if they don't deal with it sooner than later, there becomes holes because he's teaching Grogu about the mandal, the, the way of the Mandalore, the creed, the way, you know, like, is what he wants for Grogu right now to grow up and throw a helmet on? And never take it off. Is that what he wants? Like, guess right now, yeah.
1: But the the real, I don't think I it guess, is.
0: I think he hasn't thought about it.
1: Yeah, uh, that's more likely. That is way more likely. But I guess tech like if you're in Death Watch, you or like apparently you can remove your helmet if you are married. Like they can marry, and if you are married, you can remove your helmet in private. Like at if you are married and like in private at your home you can remove your helmet.
0: Hmm. So it's not it's
1: not like you know sort of like I think they don't love often. They can't find love because how are you going to find you know, I feel like you you can't remove your helmet, how are you going to find love? So like maybe a lot of them just don't have anyone, so that rule just doesn't apply usually ever. Um but yeah, I don't know. It is very interesting that like the similarities between the Jedi and the Mandalorian. Um the people that are like the, just their ways and the flaws that they have mm-hmm. um so I, I don't know i really hope they, they they dive into that and that's where the story's going
0: um that's where I they, want they it, do yeah. have
1: to yeah you're right like they do kind of they have to they have not, no choice
0: like there's there's yeah. there comes a point like if you want grogu to keep making you fucking money if this if this is what it comes back to you don't throw a fucking helmet on his head you just don't uh like Mm-mm. if we're basing it off the logic of not just storytelling and how well it could how well it could impact Din and et cetera, et cetera. If we're going from strictly the way Disney has kind of approached this character They're not uh, doing yeah. They're not doing that. You know? <laughs> like that's just they're gonna figure out a way to make sure he doesn't wear a helmet. And they've made it clear that the armorer is more than capable of forging stuff for for little guys. Uh
1: maybe it's even better if you can put a helmet on him for a little bit for, then he for it off. just two episodes or three, and then it's gone forever. Mm. Um, so you could sell the toys of him with uh, with his ears poking out of the helmet. That will
0: definitely happen. Um, that will so- definitely happen.
1: Yeah, so... Um, yeah.
0: Even if he doesn't have to, like, that's the thing. He'll get a helmet. He'll just not have to keep it on. Yeah.
1: Ooh. What if it's Grogu taking off the helmet that makes Din take off his two like i don't know what if they take it off together like sort of thing like he does get a little mini helmet and then I, they I take them off together i don't know
0: god this 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 better be re- resolved by the end of the season mm. yeah i just can't like that's one thing i'm not a huge fan of right now where like i thought that like that's what i thought the resolution of the last season was and now we're back to that. I don't know. I just hope, I hope it's resolved before the end of this season or else I'm going to be a little pressed. Um, that's when I'll start going, okay, where are we going with this? You know, uh, they better address that religious trauma and paint it to actually be negative because the way they, they hold that moment dear at the end, whenever he is, uh, redeeming himself in the waters of Mandalore, the score swells. It is a powerful moment. Bo-Katan is like almost is, is admiring it. Den's very happy to be doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not feeling that way when I'm watching it. I'm going like, ah, you know, like, ah, man, like, and like, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's what he feels like he needs to do at this moment. And that's cool. But I don't want the show treating it like it's what he should be doing. And that's what they're doing. That's that's what it feels like at the moment.
1: I think it's very much like that because that's where his headspace is right now, and that's what he does believe in. But once we start, once we start seeing him realize the flaws, that's when the show picks up on them more too. Okay. I feel like I, I hope I at least I hope that's where they're going. But like you're, it, I don't know. I guess it, it was. I mean, I did like sort of. I didn't cry. It wasn't even like a well up. It was just sort of like. a little emotional, like, it was more of, like, Bo-Katan seeing Din go Mm. through it that I was actually getting emotional for, like, her maybe being, like, oh, man, back whenever I believed in this sort of thing, like, life was just so simple, and now, you know, like, I I was, I was more of thinking, like, of all the things that she was thinking in that Mm. moment that was making me emotional, so, yeah, you're right, like, it's not actually the, the, Spiritual awakening that Din is hap- having, or what you know, whatever you want to call it right now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's next episode. Like maybe in private, Grogu and Din, like he removes his helmet with Grogu. We haven't seen them just in private themselves yet. You know, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe Din just does remove it with Grogu in private. He's already seen his face. Like I guess he's trying to redeem himself. Well, no, it'd be kind of pointless to go redeem yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I guess yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to see. Is is, is yeah. The end I'm
0: praying. I'm praying that's resolved by the end of the season, or else mm. it's it's just not. It's it's not up to the quality the show could be if they don't resolve that by the end of this season. I don't think. Because uh, mm. it is fun. I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. But at some point, we got to address that. We really got it. Like because we've theorized that they're going to address that. And they are laying the groundwork, it feels like, if we project that idea onto it. But, I don't know. I need a little bit more concrete. I need a little bit more concrete. Uh, it is Disney. Yeah.
1: And, never know. Uh, sometimes they don't go with what we want them, you know, what, where we think they're going.
0: But, mm, but no, I don't but
1: know. It, I, I, have, I have faith. Uh, I, I, I do,
0: too. I do, too. Disney's done, Disney's done an overall really good job with Star Wars. It's just I, I'm curious to see how they handle this religious storyline, you know? Uh, but with that, do we have any, any last thoughts? I know we we gave the rating. We've kind of dragged the ending of this out for a while. Uh, how, yeah. how are we all feeling?
2: Feeling like I'm ready for next Wednesday.
0: Oh, my fucking God. It just Dude, I was to thinking today. To I was, to like, to it was like, to like it was like Today, 2 p.m. Wednesday, 2 p.m. And I'm going, Jesus Christ, I have to wait another fucking week. A
1: whole week. A whole week. To not, yeah. And we're only going to get a little bit more. And we're going to be kind of an like, interesting like this thing. next week, too. Fuck.
2: It's kind of an interesting thing for me is, like, I'll, like, think about it for, like, today and tomorrow. I'll be like, damn, i got to wait so long for the next Mandalorian. And then I'll, like, fill that yeah. time with other things and, like, won't really think about it anymore. And I'll be like holy shit it's tuesday night do you know what that means do you you know what i watched
0: i watched every movie in the rocky franchise between last wednesday and today you know like that's how that's how i filled my fucking time you know like i've been occupied uh but like for today i'm gonna be like god damn it i gotta wait a week and then Uh tomorrow i'll be on to the next fucking thing and the next wednesday i'll come around and i'll be like oh shit the mandalorians tonight you know like uh and now we gotta
1: wait a whole other week after for the next for episode four, yeah. and, and yeah. It's, it's just the loop. It'll it's keep just happening. the
0: loop. It never ends. But uh, I think with that we can confidently conclude this episode of "Rebellions Bloom" the Penny Bloom Podcast. If you would head to Patreon dot com slash Penny Bloom Pod, where you'll find over fifty hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of book reviews comic book pullists, movie reviews actually tomorrow i plan on recording another uh first viewings episode it's a project where every time i watch 15 movies for the first time uh i go ahead and i rank them arbitrarily there is no th- there is no reason these movies would go together on a list aside from the fact that i have just now watched them for the first time that's the only bearing for why these movies are being compared and uh that's that's a little project I've got going go over on the Patreon. It'll be the second edition, and frankly, I'm a little behind on it, so I'm already halfway through the third list, and I just haven't recorded the second one yet. So those will be coming very soon. Uh Still got to review Cocaine Bear. I just reviewed Creed 3 and gave a Rocky ranking over there. It was a spoiler-free review of Creed 3. I didn't want to give anything away, mostly because I know my boy Kylo likes those movies, and he's over there. So uh, I wanted to make sure that he could he could listen to it without being uh concerned that he might hear a spoiler or two. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that's all over there. Tons of shit over there. For three bucks a month, you can support the podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Uh Head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod. Follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you are listening. And if you were fucking with us today. We are continuing our comic book movie journey through film this Friday with Batman Mask of the Phantasm where we'll be joined by Star Wars animation podcast, The Yubcast. Very excited for you all to hear that. That was one that we recorded like, uh, two days after the passing of Kevin Conroy and it's, uh, you can really, you can really feel it in the, in the way we're talking, revering, uh, his portrayal of the character. Uh, and, uh, with that episode coming about, coming around this week, I've just been missing them a little bit more this week. So, uh, be, be sure to check that out on a Friday. Uh, and check out the Ubcast. They're, a, a, an awesome Star Wars animation cast, uh, podcast. And I can't wait to, can't wait for the future of what they've got going on. I actually just got a little DM from him about a potential collaboration once again. And I uh-huh. will give it away because I don't know if he's formally announced anything. Leaks. But...
1: Leak.
0: Don't leak. Don't leak. <laughs> <Secrets>. <laughs> Keep it secret. Mm -hmm. secrets uh but uh yeah and then on mondays we're doing our winter is blooming game of thrones rewatch uh we finish season two next week next monday will be the conclusion of season two and we'll be kicking off season three the week after that so we're moving we'll already be a quarter of the way through that rewatch after next week which is kind of crazy and i think mathematically we're already past that point but uh You know, seasons-wise, there's eight seasons. We're about to finish season two. So, Uh, but yeah, uh, check all that out. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And thank you very much, KBZ, Kyler Barnett.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And fuck Shithead
3: David.